0: Hello. It is Thursday, April 4th, and we have a good one for you. A lot of stories from the road. You're going to enjoy it. A conversation with Adam Lefko of Bleacher Report fame. And I'm being serious when I say this. We're coming to you live from the nicest hotel room I've ever been in that isn't on a beach. Mm. We have a panoramic view of New York City here. In that panoramic view, you know what it did? It inspired us to get creative and get hilarious. There are some stories told today that you're going to enjoy. We find a new couple Zetos, Zitos, and the boys dig deep into Connor embarrassing us immensely at a very, 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 very wealthy place. Yeah. <laughs> it was a situation where you would think an adult human couldn't have got through life without understanding that what he did should not be done in the place it was done But that's Connor, and you're going to love us eviscerating him for (laughs) (laughs) it. And also the rest of the trip. Uh, Today's a fun one. and You want to live a fun life? I know you do. Mm -hmm. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live with your friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek have tickets to everything. You name it, they got it. If it's comedy, they got you. If it's a theater show, they got you. If it's a sporting event, they got you. And they got you at the best price than you could ever imagine. Because they scan all the other ticket-buying platforms and make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. The best ticket available for the best price available, you can get from the best ticket app on planet Earth and the moon, and that's SeatGeek. Use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first order. Use promo code MAC, you get $20 off your first order. Let's go ahead and save this money and let's live a little bit with your friends at SeatGeek. Also, you're going to learn a lot about this coming up. WrestleMania 35 is this Sunday. In DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy is putting you inside the squared circle with $5,000 up for grabs in their WrestleMania 35 pick'em promotion. It's the Biggest wrestling event of the year, and the action outside the ring promises to be just as hot as it is inside the ring, thanks to DraftKings. To get in on the action, all you have to do is answer 12 questions like What will the first match be, huh?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Wow, I wonder.
0: How many times will an announcer table be broken? Oh, how many championships will change hands mm-hmm. answer all 12 questions before 7pm on Sunday April 7th and you'll be entered for free remember you must make your predictions prior to the start of the show it's that simple then sit back and see how you stack up against the competition you watch the pre-show that I'm going to be a part of in Wrestlemania I bet you'll get enough information to go ahead and put in some good answers mm-hmm. for those 12 mm-hmm. things yeah, that's and, a p- smart move. and potentially win $5,000 even if you're not a wrestling fan you might be a gambling fan even mm-hmm. if you're not a gambling fan you You like $5,000. You like money. Here's the time to just go answer 12 simple questions and potentially win $5,000. Go to DraftKings.com or download the app now. Use code AMERICA to enter the WrestleMania 35 Pick'em promo for free and compete for your share of $5,000. That's code AMERICA only at DraftKings. The game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. DraftKings.com or download the app now. Use code AMERICA and enter the WrestleMania 35 Pick'em promo for free and compete for your share of $5,000. Hey, if there's a bet about Baron Corbin, let's assume the McAfee bump Ooh. Ooh. Might be in effect. Let's assume. Also, there's a lot of people that are in some matches that were a part of our Road to WrestleMania video, which you should check out now on all WWE platforms. Very hysterical, very funny. We're on the road with superstars and people of fame, notoriety, and we're talking to them. Imagine it's going to be good. But let's not lay down the Road Hawk bump here. Let's not lay that off whenever you're answering these DraftKings questions. Go win five thousand bucks and have a good time with it. Let's get to the show. <laughs>
2: What you don't want to you don't want to be in the video with us? Easy on the plant, bro. You don't want to be in the video voice. with us? It's the future. You? Why not?
1: Do you want to make it back to Indianapolis? Wow! You better like, get no. the fuck off my back. I know. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> I've been I've been team Nick lately, but I mean, bro. since dinner, he hasn't been
0: on my side.
2: Hold on, hold on.
3: Jesus. We good? Hey, we'll get into
2: it. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were getting it. We
3: are. Yeah. All right. So what happened?
2: Oh, no. I mean, we were just having some tacos. You got me some peanut M&Ms. But, I mean, I guess uh tides have turned.
0: He just said that you weren't <laughs> going to make it back to Indianapolis in a very, very serious manner. I mean, you said that. It wasn't a joke. There wasn't, like, an inflection at the end there. It was like a, hey, like when Todd said he wanted to shoot Zito in the head. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uncalled for. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. warranted or not, in See, maybe, Todd's mind.
1: Maybe it sounded like that. I wouldn't quite go that far. It wasn't that level. Thank you. Because but you, he does a lot of little things. Little oh, hats on the back. Hold
0: on. How about today? How about today? As soon as we walk into a lobby of uh, Bleacher Report. By the way, shout out Adam Lefko, Had a great conversation with him. You're going to hear that in a little bit. A little crossover pod. Shout Ooh. out to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bleacher Report, though, that place is incredible. Fucking awesome. We yeah. get into their lobby to go up. Everywhere in New York, you... You check into a lobby. They give you a pass. You go to a uh, a batch of elevators that is for your section of the building. Then you go up. Then there's another front office person you got to talk to to get somewhere. Everything is like, uh, it's just a process. And we're not used
1: mm-hmm. to that because we don't have a lobby.
0: We don't have a lobby, yeah. which has been <laughs> problematic in the past. <laughs> Problemat- Delivery
1: people come. They just yank on the door. They assume they can get in. They right. can't. It's locked. This ain't
0: a lobby, cuz And they this try is- and just
1: break the door down.
0: This is the office. This is there's no lobby. There's no there's no safe space there. There's no check-ins. There's no security which is at every one of these buildings. With those turnstiles that you gotta put the little buzzer thing over top of is just really futuristic. You Mm -hmm. know that is gonna stop from anything bad happening. Yeah. (laughs) If I've if I've seen any good documentary, (laughs) those turnstile things with those normally two gentlemen standing in suits to the side of them That'll stop anything that is potentially gonna happen. We Those all know they just like yeah. sack tap you too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all it is is it's it's literally just a, a little lift of the hands and you're right over that oh, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right over that I thing. That's the whole process. You gotta go here to get to there to hop, just let me hop over that thing and I'm in. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. You gotta check in, obviously. It's good um procedure
4: well don't you remember when we went to gary v's office you can't even stand in the lobby there but we couldn't stand in the lobby they forced us into the corner they shoot us into the corner because we were waiting for somebody to
0: take us to the right security line Mm -hmm. somebody had to escort us to a security line to get a thing to go into the thing to Uh, go up to the thing it was he had a nice office (laughs) i mean it was a very nice office but we got shooed to the corner we weren't even allowed to stand in the middle of the thing but anyways so today (laughs) we're at bleacher reports thing we do the check-in thing. All of us get passes. We go through the thing. We're waiting in our bay of elevators. It has marble around it. The Bleacher Report office is... Very nice. S- gorgeous. Spared no expense. That building yeah. is... Time
5: Warner, right? Yeah, exactly. Turner.
0: Turner. Is it same Turner. thing? Yeah. Is Time Turner Warner, Time Warner? Time
5: Warner building. Uh, That's what it Turner
0: was. was. Turner owns Owned. Bleacher Report. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're just sitting here in this beautiful marble bay of elevators. There's probably... Ten of them or so, no, probably twelve of them, yeah. six on each side, yeah, and they were all red, none of them could take us up, so six on each side it's like twelve elevators, all of them were taken, so Connor decides to play a game with himself, okay, <laughs> with himself,, <laughs> it, well, you were with yourself. There was one other gentleman waiting for an elevator with us, other than that pretty quiet lobby, other than the two security at the little turnstile thing that nut taps you and two security in the front off or uh, the front security. Mm-hmm. Thing. Mm-hmm. Connor decides to play a game by himself. Hey, let's guess which one it's going to be. Stand in front of your door. <laughs> yeah, elevator roulette. Stand in front of your door. Loud, it says. <laughs> so he's standing in front of, let's say, R3, like the right side of elevators, yes. third elevator back is where he's standing. And that's where he's screaming to us. In less than a second... Maybe two seconds after he screams that, the one he's standing directly in front of pops on the light, it's opening up. So he hit the one of the 12, right? Good pull. In the game that he was playing, (laughs) good pull. In the game that he was playing with himself, Elevator Roulette, Elevator Roulette, which nobody else was playing. We were forced to hear about it though, he won. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do if you're a loud ass motherfucker from Boston and you win a game that you just created that you're playing against nobody? What do you do other than scream as loud as you fucking can in a marble bay of elevators? Very
5: cacophonous in there. Oh, yes, exactly.
0: God. <laughs> that is a great word if it means what I think it does. This thing, his voice pierced. The eardrums of the security people at the front of the fucking building, the two security guys who were normally just in a boredom slump there telling people to just go ahead and scan it, <laughs> they fucking perked up and thought there was something bad happened. It was the loudest scream that ruined five people's lives. Well. Including us, I'm ten Peter. people's lives yeah. got ruined. If we're counting the five people that were there that weren't us, it was a nightmare. It
1: stopped all foot traffic on Broadway. Everything Everyone stopped. stopped. And yeah. their
0: heads. All of New York stopped. It was the loudest, screechiest yell I've ever heard in my life because you won a game that you were playing against nobody. It was the
2: perfect storm of situations. Okay, I don't do well in lobbies. I don't do well in fancy buildings. I don't do well in New York City, and I haven't won a game
0: of elevated roulette
2: in eight years or so. So
0: hey, of course I went. Wild. I like That guy gets on the elevator with us because we don't know when the other eleven are going to show up. There's a lot of fucking. I guess there's a lot of floors in this bay. That guy gets on the elevator with us and just hangs his head in shame that he's even in the company of us. (laughs) I mean, that guy was embarrassed. And you, just a little bit of self awareness. I mean, we all just looked at you like you were a fucking kid and we're like, "Are you kidding me?" You, I'm so sorry. You start screaming in the elevator in the guy's ear that just got blown out. (laughs) Well, you know that was serious. you know, that was genuine. And then we had to move him to get off of the floor mm-hmm, we were getting yep. off on. And it was just a whole scene. It was a second floor. We, were getting, we went up one floor. <laughs> that entire thing, we went up one fucking floor. Before
6: we got there, uh, Connor Lily said, I love New York because I could yell at people and they don't think twice about it. Yeah. And that's obviously a lie.
0: No yeah cuz you yelled at a guy today in that elevator bay and he was he was thinking a lot about it. It's the perfect storm. I, you can't blame me, I blame the city.
1: Very much different approaches to this city. I was very excited we got here. We get to the Time Warner building early. There's a uh, coffee shop next door. I'm like, "Alright, uh, let's go inside, get a coffee, hang out, sit down. We could people watch, people walking by, mm-hmm. so on and so forth." Connor, "Oh, you guys want to go inside? Why can't we stand on the sidewalk? We could yell at people out here." <laughs> uh,
0: he's a he's a moron. Uh, he's a bumbling idiot. <laughs> he is We we talked about this on the RV yesterday while we were driving from uh, Baltimore to New York. Baltimore, by the way.
3: Oh, <laughs> so Jesus, are, What, are what you, a
0: dump. Why are you so mean to Baltimore? This is like Nick oh, with Cleveland.
2: Man. There's nothing good about Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I said it earlier. I'll quote him if you will. Cleveland is, what, L.A. compared to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Baltimore was just, uh, we saw a license plate in Cleveland Street pretty bad. I mean there were dead bodies all over the place in
0: Baltimore. It was disgusting. The it did seem a bit run down in spots. Oh. Like where the arena run was. Run down. Run that's, down, that's, run, that's, run that's down. out and depleted. I think <laughs> right? the thing was the arena we were around was in a bad block. Like I think exactly. it's yeah. we did a lot of driving mm. with Corey Graves in the RV, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, worth a watch. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah. Worth a watch, probably a
1: must watch.
6: Actually, must,
0: yeah, I would say must. Yeah,
1: go ahead and tag a must watch on there. I think hey, I will tag a
0: must watch. We are a bunch of fucking fools, man. <laughs> yeah. This this video we made for the WWE Foxy was up till four a.m. By the way, which is why we all questioned the twenty two hour bender before we came because this is this is how this whole thing works: is we got to turn around videos quick.
4: Mm-hmm, fair.
0: Foxy was up till about four a.m. putting that thing together. We released it today. It is. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was Foxy, he, he crushed it. I mean,
2: I don't know how loud we can be in here, but a round of applause. No, hey, no, no, don't, don't, hey, no, hey,
4: no. Hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, no, no. Foxy no, deserves no. that. Though. I don't want the you know round of mean? applause because I still feel like a piece of shit for what I did <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Are. And no. it's just good content. Okay? No, it's yeah. just good content. It's, it's hard to make it bad. Yeah, Foxy, I think. Um, no. I think the bender to the The and then the hotel
2: room at the hotel. Oh yeah! Oh, when you got off the elevator too. You, I mean, sorry, Foxy, as I just gave you an applause. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't calling you
0: twice just to say you can have the room. No, so. yeah,
4: yeah. It was like uh, it
0: was a quick are you question. Sure? Yeah. No, i are you did. Sure? Okay, sure closed do no, that. Twice. Because my room is right next to the elevator over there. It so is. my room is literally right next to the elevator. So I was like, Oh man, I wasn't even thinking about it until seeing this room right next to an elevator. And then I was like, Fox, are you still there? And you were gone. Fox, yeah, no Fox no was gone. Way. No <laughs> way. It was. Yes. No. Yes. No. What was it? No. Seven was, steps. Yeah. Let me tell you what. I took probably seven steps and I was, was like like, oh, man, it's right next to the fucking elevator. Foxy. And he, Connor even stopped yes. and did a fucking uh, Bleacher Report lobby Foxy yell. Yeah. Everybody on the floor woke up, and it was just like, you were gone. But by the way, by the way, whenever I walk into a place other than this one that we're in currently, because this view is incredible, yeah. I go straight to I shut the blinds completely. I mean, I am... The darker a room can be, the better for me. Mm-hmm. So my little hole, tiny little hole next to the elevator that didn't even really have a window was perfect for me. You know what I mean? Like right, the room right. that. It, I like a quiet room too. the The air conditioner didn't really work into my room. You oh, know that's what nice. mean? Better, even There's better. So, so no sound at all, and it was one of those Did ones. The TV work. You know what? It, I got a chance to really watch Mario Lopez in that one Access Hollywood. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the hotel. <laughs> tv everything else was kind of staticky though but we got in late so it's not that big of a deal so it was good the outlets didn't work so i couldn't charge anything that was awesome i just everything was great yeah. but for me that's what i look for whenever i'm trying to get in a room How right. was
4: your room Foxy? foxy what was your room all right let me explain the situation here so pat checks in he leaves to go to the bathroom i walk up i check in lady looks at me and goes hey Don't tell anyone, but you have one of the nicest views in the entire hotel. And I start laughing. I'm like, I should not be here right now. I do not deserve this. And I always get a better room than my boss. And my boss is the only reason I'm here. That was very nice. She goes, you can't tell him. You can't tell him. I go, I have to tell him. Because... You don't understand, but we work in a content business. I have to tell. (laughs) And then she goes, no, no, no. And so then I tell, and you walk up, and she goes, are you with him? Are you with him? And then she knows. She turned on you, Because she said not to. Complete reversal. Said that you took my room. And said tells my boss, tells Pat, that I took his room. You had to be up till 4 a.m. I'm happy you had that room.
0: And I had this room coming in. coming to me today which i knew was going to happen because sam and i are over here mm-hmm. so i'm happy you got the room you deserve a room
4: eh, i don't think i did but it
0: is it is a, a very steady thing that i get just like With the Colts, I got a room that was like a closet one time we played Cincinnati. I ain't never been a part of something like it. Kobe Fleener literally walked in my room, reached out his hand and his leg and touched wall to wall. It was unbelievable. (laughs) It was the most unbelievable thing I've ever been a part of. Vinatieri had this fucking like 13,000 square foot plaza (laughs) up on this other floor because it was like a really old hotel in Cincinnati and they had, like, I literally think I got a closet that got turned into a, Converted a hotel.
5: linen closet. Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> That's was, wild.
0: Not like my rookie year either. This is, like, year six, seven almost, and I knew it was on purpose. What I was, knew. like, the best setup you had? Me? Yeah, at a training camp. Uh, training camp or on
5: the road because training yeah. camps or on the road. Hey, yeah. Hotels.
0: I'm telling you, I don't think I ever really got set up, and I. It was always the OGs that got like hooked up with like the suites and shit. Like, which they deserve it, by the way. If you're in the league for fucking 15 years, I. I just always seemed to have the shittiest room. It, it felt as if I potentially had the shittiest room. Involved. Did they
6: upgrade though, or did you? Uh, like I me, mean, I don't think I
0: could have upgraded
5: those. Cause like
6: Peyton- what if
0: I would have got just another room in the hotel like next to Peyton's up there? Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it would be like uh, Bill Pullian, Peyton up there, probably an RSA family member, me, uh, Vinatieri <laughs> up in the suites. That would be fucking hysterical. I thought about that with WWE stuff because I got this one room It's this one thing. It was a double. And I was like, I'm not – I mean – So I talked to Foxy, and Foxy's like, oh, I like my roommate. It was like a king-size, like, little suite. He had, like, a suite. I'm like, I was like, all right. I'm not not saying anything, because I'm happy to just have a room here. All right, we're good. We're okay. But I was going to call down and be like, do you guys have any, like, presidential suites opening? I was just thinking it was going to be me and Vince McMahon in the top fucking. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah, you guys have me in a double down there, like, second floor. Like, I understand what, what, the way this works, but. That's just not what I do, <laughs> <laughs> and I would rather go broke than sleep in that shit. I mean, honestly, I can't do it anymore. But I don't. I just have a good I, Foxy deserves it. You were literally up till four a.m. doing that video, so that's the way it goes. Ty Schmidt got to sleep a little bit because Heartland Radio Two was edited back at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. how was that weird for you during the week? Get sleep?
5: Uh, yeah. Uh, Any even if even if I don't have to do something, like my body is so conditioned to just go into bed at like four or four thirty. Like I don't get tired at. You know, I mean, I was pretty tired yesterday from being on the road, but I'm just, I'm just not used to.
3: Hey, we
0: we did a kicking session.
5: Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. oh
0: yeah, yeah. I just remember you said on the road. I completely forgot we were even on the road there. I was just yeah. thinking about the hotel. Mm-hmm. You had to get to that hotel. Did a kicking session. Uh, Target parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot harder than people would think to find a place to kick whenever you're on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was hard we stopped, not, just, stop. not just fields laying
1: around for you to go venture off to no, especially you, level ones.
0: Well, especially level ones, but everywhere we've been is basically cities. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you're not in cities, football fields have the ability for, like for you to get in, but in cities, they have them all, like, barricaded. Like, mm-hmm. we, we drove past a couple fields. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to kick down there, and then I looked around. I was like, I don't know if we can jump that fence. Like, sometimes you got to jump a fence to go kick somewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of those fields, I don't know if we would have been able to jump the fence. So, ingenuity – is birthed by necessity. Bingo.
6: Mm-hmm. Amen to that.
0: What did we need? We needed a couple of balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there a Walmart around? Let's go to a Walmart. Yep. What do we need now? An upright. Uh, okay. We got a couple guys in an RV here. Uh, shout out, Greyhawk. <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> shout out, Greyhawk. And then, hey, we can just have a couple guys stand on top there put their arms upright. Can't you guys just stand there? Yeah, hey, I'll you, climb that ladder. Yeah, we ladder. can do that. Yeah, you that can do ladder. that for sure. Yeah. Okay, now we need a place to kick it from, because ah, I can't kick it on concrete because it might slip and fall. Because when you kick a f- when you're trying to kick a football, you got to go at your you got to attack your plant at foot. So I mean, you don't want to be doing it on concrete. CTE,
3: mm-hmm. you know. yep, we understand CTE is a situation.
0: So we drove around a little bit, thought we were going to go to a park. Turns out just a dog park. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> couldn't do anything in there. It was kind of a tough spot. But then we found Target and they had these little islands of uh, grass. Parked that motherfucker right in the middle of a parking lot. Grabbed some grass. It wasn't flat. It was kind of a little bit of a rocky terrain. But we made it happen. And, boys, I appreciate you for your retrieval abilities. Retrieving abilities. It was incredible. Our pleasure. big yeah. balls. I big think, balls. I think mm-hmm. Ty might have threw out his arm.
5: Yeah, I did. Well, that was also a byproduct of how I was sitting in the RV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it the match against Baron Corbin? Yeah,
5: it might have been. It might have been.
0: <laughs> Ty was throwing them back. Connor and Nick were on top of the RV as uprights. You guys said it was getting a little sketchy up there. Nick, you said it was sketchy up there. It's a
1: little windy. Uh, the RV was not the most stable on the roof. It wasn't flat. It was a little slippery. Really?
0: Yeah, it it had a little bit of a bump to it for sure. Nice little
1: gradient there, yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't don't think I was respecting the grit that you guys were showing while standing up there. I thought it was a very simple thing to do. It turns out it was a little bit of a rocky terrain, too. Not at all. You must have missed my Odell Beckham Jr. catch
2: when Ty threw it up to me, first one. I didn't even look, just threw it up, threw that left hand up there, got it, here you go. And the thing was, throwing the balls to you, I mean, you guys were about what thirty, thirty-five yards. You and Foxy yeah, over there, I'd say so. I mean, the, the top of that RV roof, like Nick was just saying, it's a little slanted. So you got
0: to get that wide. Base. Hey, you threw
2: a couple good balls. I, there. I oh, mean, yeah. you had to get the wide base. You couldn't use much legs. So you I was really them. giving it. The, the, the way one
0: is, I would kick. Ty would throw to Connor. Connor mm-hmm. would then throw back, or or to Nick. Nick could catch it too. Mm-hmm. Connor would then try to huck it back to us, and it was a nice little system. And Foxy was filming from the camera, mm-hmm. uh, and. Z- Hey, hey, Drone Zito came back. Oh, yeah, Drone Z back, baby. Drone Zito came back. That thing started beeping like a (laughs) motherfucker. It sounded like it was about to explode when it had And I'm like, is this thing about to go down? Six more
3: minutes. (laughs) 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 Six more
0: minutes. The funny thing
6: about that, though, I didn't do a home base for it. So that thing would have flown back to Indy. Oh, if that would have got lower? (laughs) It was like 40 seconds and that thing would have just flown straight
0: south. Never
3: seen it again. South, huh?
7: Yeah, right down to Florida. Yeah, right down.
3: (laughs) Right down (laughs) to Cuba. (laughs) And we're dying west.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry we interrupt this incredible conversation to tell you that we love that Dollar Shave Club has everything we need to look, feel, and smell our best. What we love even more is the fact that we never have to go to a store. That's because one, DSC, Dollar Shave Club, delivers everything I need right to the door. And two, they keep us fully stocked on what we use so we don't run out. Here's how it works. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready no matter what you're getting ready for. They have you covered from head to toe for your hair, your skin, your face, you name it. They got it. And they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on the products you use. You determine what you want and when you want it, and it shows up right at your door. door. From once a month to once every six months. That's what I do for my uh, toothpaste. I told you guys about this. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Sam and I use the Dollar Shave Club toothpaste. And it takes us about a month to go ahead and power through. Our tag team in it together. Yep. And you know what they say? Dollar Shave Club is like, hey, you know what? You probably forgot that you're going to need this. You guys might be busy or something. Ding dong! Who's there? What, what's there? Oh, fresh new toothpaste! Oh, what wow. for? Who? Whoa, for me? For who did I did me and Dollar? Oh. oh, Dollar Shave Club does that for you. It's a company that thinks for you and cares for you from head to toe. You name it, they got it. It's so nice, though. Right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get your starter set for just $5 right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash America. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash
6: America. When you were kicking, though, were you
0: judging them off
6: by the wind? Uh, like they were the wind flags?
3: Who, these guys yeah no
0: i know it was a little breezy though it was a little breezy up there but i mean it's, it's afc north team you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? yeah afc north team baltimore
1: speaking of you maybe you can uh settle this debate for us the reason i was upset with connor we got into an argument over dinner uh mm-hmm. we mentioned tyree kill and he's oh yeah maybe allegedly has some issues going on right he was potentially going to get a $100 million contract, something like that. Some Damn. insane mm-hmm. amount of money for a wide receiver. And I said, you know, if, if this does turn out to be true and they have to let him go, I think they're almost better off spending that money somewhere else, either on defense or getting a lesser receiver, because you don't need a stud elite wide receiver to win a Super Bowl. Connor, on the other hand, mm-hmm. please go ahead.
2: Yes, yeah, so, uh, I on the other hand disagree, but we also have very different meaning of yeah, but Gronkowski. stud receiver.
1: Right. So we talked about how good Mahomes is. And, and Julian offense. Edelman, too. I called
2: Edelman a stud receiver. I, and are, Gronk, though. Gronk, I understand
0: yeah. Gronk is stud wide receiver. I For mean, sure. that's not.
1: So I said, if you lose Tyreek Hill, okay, you still have Kelsey. You still have a, a legitimate offense. Mahomes is going to get better. Mm-hmm. And you can spend that money, maybe upgrade the defense, or you get another receiver who can play oh, as number one. Well,
0: you're saying Tyreek Hill is not a necessity to the Chiefs? Yes. That's what you're saying, it's a, right? it's
1: a luxury to me. Plus, to spend that much money.
0: Well, Patrick Mahomes is a stud, though. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Exactly. Young, young quarterbacks have done well without Tyreek so, Hill. I mean, Jared Goff did. But Then
1: I said, you look at the past, what, 10, maybe 15, almost Super Bowl winners, there's not one real elite top tier wide receiver on any man this
0: is cause you're a Steeler fan and this is Antonio Brown. That's all this is. This is Antonio Brown. Uh, this is the Antonio Brown hate creeping in Don't need him with the Super Bowl. Don't need him look <laughs> don't 15, need <laughs> fifteen years we've been look you did the research we did the research. Shit went on the Google. And there's no
1: doubt that's part of it, but is it wrong?
0: I I think Gronkowski is a superstar wide receiver. So is Julian Edelman. So the Patriots have won a Super Bowl with a superstar wide you receiver. You
1: think Julian Edelman is a top five wide receiver in the NFL? No,
0: Gronkowski definitely is. Though yes. I also think Jordy was when the Packers won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we have
2: we had the the Gronkowski's sector.
0: top five wide we'll receiver so in the game. Right. We,
2: were, we yeah, were but I don't we were, know if
0: Kelsey's Kelsey's incredible. Kelsey's yeah. a very fun good tight end. Gronk, though, is just a different specimen when Mm -hmm. Gronk is playing. And it might Mm -hmm. be because the system he's in, too, is taking care of him in a very Mm -hmm. good way. You got Julian Edelman helping him out a lot. But also, they got some super geniuses over there. Not that Andy Reid isn't. Not that Andy Reid isn't, but we can all assume the Belichick will go down as the greatest coach of all time. The way that they operate with Gronk is just another animal. And Tom Brady, being a veteran quarterback, think about think about whenever Tom Brady used to just send Gronk out for a one on one on the goal line like that wasn't yeah. a play call, yeah, yeah. that wasn't anything. That was so just you like, like your Here match-ups. you go. Like you're not, they're not doing that with Travis Kelsey, right? You could. I don't know why they're not. I they're not doing. But that's like the benefit that Gronk has is like those types of situations being set up for him to be great. Uh, I don't think Travis Kelsey always has those situations, but Gronk is just a different fucking animal, dude. That guy. That's why yeah. I, no, think- I
1: agree. Also, you're not though. You're not paying Edelman a hundred million dollars. You're right. not paying these white Brady shoes. either. By the way,
0: Brady isn't getting the max contract he could get because he's already wealthy and he takes a pay cut yeah, later, which is hysterical. By the way, every time they say like, "Oh, this person's making more money than Tom Brady," it's like. In his entire career, he has, or like just this year in yeah, particular? <laughs> yeah, he's
5: doing just fine.
0: I don't mind, though, quarterback taking a little bit of a pay cut, not being super greedy, by the way, so you can build up the rest of the team. I thought Luck was potentially going to be that guy because Luck is very much a golly G G-s- Shucks. Yeah. He got beat up. So I thought they were going to be like, yeah, spend some money on our offensive line so I don't get killed. But I don't even think the NFLPA would let him.
1: And that's the craziest part. I don't think right? the NFLPA would yeah. even
0: let him. Like, I think even if in, if some quarterback, if wow. some quarterback was just like, hey, that's what I want to do. I don't want yeah. to take the max contract. I want, to, I want to let the team do that. The NFLPA will be like, you know that? Then you're setting the bar lower for guys behind bar, you.
3: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that conversation – I'm not 100% sure, but I'm assuming that that conversation definitely would happen.
3: Yeah, Makes sense. Because everybody's
0: yeah. about getting all the money you can get. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speaking of Russell Wilson,
2: yeah. he, he just said, April 15th, I want to restructure or I'm not coming back. After yeah, he like he he set a deadline. Yeah, but he said he's not going to miss
0: any practices, right? I think so. So he's talking about after his contract is up.
2: I'm not sure. It it made it seem as though he wanted to be restructured by April 15th. Also,
1: another guy who's won without an elite receiver. Yeah, yeah, but elite defense there. But they had to pay them. That
0: was a rookie quarterback, right? That was the rookie. That was the very first time where. I mean, I've been pushing this narrative for a long time, but whenever you watch people spend money on the team as opposed to the, the main four or five positions that they always spend on. But when you watch people spend money on, like, the team team
3: yeah.
0: and watching them excel, and I'm not saying Russell Wilson is not a great quarterback, but, I mean, that team is the reason why they were so fucking good, just right. like the Broncos were when Tim Tebow was there. I mean, that team, that defense was insane. And then they had to pick and choose. Like, okay, we got a quarterback that's already won. So does that mean we have to pay this guy because he's won and it's hard to find a quarterback? And then everybody else doesn't get any money. So then they all get pissed off and leave. Mm -hmm. And now they're about to lose him, too. So they lost the Legion of Boom, and they're also going to lose Russell Wilson if they don't restructure it. It's like, man, these quarterbacks got these teams by the balls, Mm -hmm. by the balls.
1: That was my overarching point, was that if they can get away with replacing Tyreek Hill with a a decent receiver, they can spend that money elsewhere to make that a legitimate team with mm -hmm. a stud quarterback on a rookie contract.
0: Yeah, but I think Tyreek Hill is one of those guys now. I mean, as long as he didn't, by the way, if he did anything wrong, let's, let's go ahead and punish him for yeah, sure. Right, him out, yeah. Let's let the world do what right. it's supposed to do. If you're a bad guy, what happens to bad people? Let's say it all comes to pass and it was a miss or something. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't researched the thing. Let's say he's back in the league, though. He's going to be one of those guys now who's the old vet that travels around, makes money, not huge money, because nobody's going to feel obligated to pay him huge money because he's got red flags, so they're just going to get him for a flyer. Just a little bit of this money, a little bit of that money. But he's going to be a highly sought-after guy that's just going to get paid not as much as he should get paid if this all comes to pass because of his, because of his fucking resume and his yeah. his entire no life doubt. story. And it's crazy to think, though, that the potentially the, the wide receiver that changes football... Tyreek most explosive wide receiver I've ever seen in my time. Nobody title. like him. Nobody like him before Never. or ever. Faster yes. than everybody. Yes. Smaller too, which he uses to his advantage, just like Darren Sproles. Yeah. And he had a quarterback that could keep up with him,
8: mm-hmm.
0: and it went a in and an offensive coordinator that was just designing things for him to succeed. I mean, it was like the perfect storm. And then this comes, and it's just like. Massive distress, sad. It's well, a sad it's situation it, it, for Hunt, everybody. too. I mean, what's starting,
2: that starting with Kareem Hunt, too? Oh my Chiefs, god, you know, going that to Tyree Killnath. It's crazy,
0: it's a crazy world. Baltimore's trying to change football. I mean, we're in Baltimore. That I think that town is gonna love the ground and pound oh, off. I'm oh, sure yeah. they will. Yeah. Hey, we're there. were some bad parts of Baltimore. There some <laughs> goods that Jimmy's famous oh, seafood is oh, incredible. That place awesome. Was awesome. That was the best. So good. Hey, owner of that place, name is John. He's a Greek fella. Took over running that place when he was 20. His little brother was 16 because his dad passed away. Had been open since 76, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Great, great Good guy. man. He got into a battle with PETA on the internet. I'm not here to jump into any wars. I just want to let you know that I enjoyed the hell out of that crab cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, me too. That crab cake was incredible. And you guys ate all of the baked goods that they just brought out in front oh, of us. Oh, my Dude. god, Goodness. Holy shit. Like five
5: different pieces of cheesecake, like some chocolate shit. It was incredible.
0: As soon as it got put down in front of me, I looked at him and looked at John, the owner, and told him to go fuck himself. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to excuse myself from the room while you vultures came in and just literally you guys had forks in hand and were just tagging them all, looking like you enjoyed them so much. And I'm just waiting for Fat Monday. And I don't know. Hey, John, if you're listening, I would like some of those sent to the office for Mm -hmm. Fat Monday. Yep. Fat Monday. Which is coming up? Here. Actually, it might be Fat Tuesday. We'll do Fat Tuesday Ooh. after WrestleMania because Monday's gonna be a travel day. Mm-hmm. So let's—I mm-hmm. want to really prepare and get a good night's sleep for Fat Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. coming after Smart. WrestleMania. Yes. I've been on quite a diet. I cracked the other night. I had uh, I had a Reese and peanut M M&M, and M, but that was to reset the system. Yeah, recalibrate yeah. A Reshock bit. the system for this weekend because we all know I'm looking for a jawline because I'm going to be on the WrestleMania pre-show. Mm-hmm. Potentially the first time Vince McMahon sees me on TV. That guy can do a lot of things for your life if, you, if he likes you or not. <laughs> yes. So I'm trying to get attractive for that. Fat Tuesday coming up, though. If you're listening, I would like those same motherfucking baked goods that were shoved in my face the other day mm-hmm. when I couldn't eat. Sent to the office Fat mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yes, He's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. How hospitable were they Does. So too to hospital, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that cake. I mean, that was that was about enough for me. Full-on tour of the entire operation. It was awesome. The kitchen. We saw the kitchen. Yep. We saw the people mm-hmm. that made the baked goods. Uh-huh. We, for them, We're what to, we did. Hey. 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 Bro, we did that in a goddamn Capitol Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we talked about that yet?
5: Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes. In, uh, yeah, Tim's team. last
2: episode.
1: Yeah. Hey, not even just the cakes and the desserts. They tried to lure you into the shot. Tim, the campaign manager. There you go. What's they, that? they put temptation right in front of you. I they know. Really do down. this, oh, yeah, he knew what he was, was doing too. Well, like, if I just get him to get one down. Did you
0: hear? Did you read the post he put on Instagram? Mm-hmm. He said, uh, the first time. He complimented me at Pat McAfee show, walked in here. He ordered a hundred cherry bombs within thirty seconds of arrival. <laughs> and that was for John Jones' um victory party that was happening there after he fought in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I was there, I was there with a crew of humans, man. It was me and AQ Shipley were the only Caucasians in there. And I'll tell you what, we had a great time. The Jones family is very nice to us. I mean, they were all Art Jones who went on to be a teammate of mine. They were all very nice to us. And Jimmy's Jimmy's famous seafood place at first there was a big question mark i think on me and aq being the only two white guys in there and i order a hundred cherry bombs as soon as we walk in like literally as soon as we walk in right to the bar oh welcome to jimmy's oh hey thank you for that that means a lot Say Q. my name's Peyton. what we're looking for is a hundred shots uh what type Whatever's easiest for you to make. Uh, the guy just knocked a guy out. So I think we're going to celebrate that here. And uh, this would be nice to be liked at this party. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, you got it. And then the center had to call over the owner to come help john and he looked exactly like he looks now which mm-hmm. is like he's a buff guy mm-hmm. who dresses well carries himself nicely and he goes uh who are you man i'm like hey who are you man and he said i'm the owner of this place i'm like ah oh, i'm about to give you a lot of money i think he was like you're the guy that ordered 100 shots i'm like that's right he said you're all right by me bud <laughs> it's like, okay and ever since that day that was like years ago now that's like six years ago probably seven wow. years ago I get, I'm very, I'll get a message from him every once in a while. When I do something, I'll send him, like, very friendly from that entire evening. And then whenever he heard I was coming back, he was like, you better be That was
5: back. the first time you've been back since that yeah. night?
0: Yeah, that's why he, he basically sent me a message. I was like, you better come back in here. I'm like, hey, man, you got it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I get in there, I got a goddamn tower of cold seafood. Yeah. All yeah. the oysters you can eat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, their oysters weren't worth a goddamn, I don't know if that's what, like, good oysters taste like, but hey. I almost vomited right on site. Yeah, yeah. But the crab legs, the lobster, Ooh, oh, yeah. the shrimp, the cocktail sauce, the crab cakes, and I'm assuming all the other food is really good. They had like a, so it was. It's an older place, so it has a lot of history. But the chefs, I feel like, are talented chefs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like I feel like there's very talented chefs mm-hmm. in there because those those baked goods came straight off a TV show. Yeah, you know did. what I mean. And that goddamn. That goddamn crab cake was something else, man. I don't even know. I don't know how many carbs were in there. It was the same day I did the Reesey thing. I I assume more. But, uh, hey, hey, Fat Tuesday, I like some of them crab cakes, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just charge me, man. Just put it on the tab. I'll come back.
6: He said he was sending you some, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he wants to get involved in the golf outing. He heard I was doing a golf Mm -hmm. outing. He was like, oh, we'll send you a bunch of crab cakes. It'll have cooking instructions in it. No big deal. Kid, you're the nicest dude on earth. He good was people. a very good yeah. guy. Awesome. His mother was awesome too. Oh, big hug from the mother, and oh, we yeah. even FaceTimed with his uh, with the granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, spoke some Greece, Greek. Oh, yeah. mm. I'll tell you what, I, I feel like people really open up to us. <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> it's because we give them standing ovations every time yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and a hundred cherry shots. I was laying in bed last night, and uh, that it was a smaller bed, kind of an uncomfortable bed. <clears throat> It uh Dude, oh, potentially <laughs>
3: oh, G- Foxy did you just get the pillows
0: terrible pillow I mean, yeah it was just a fucking nightmare but um <laughs> I was laying in bed just thinking about there were other congress uh people's offices to our left and right of Anthony Gonzalez's office it's set up like little hotel rooms in there
1: yeah,
5: yeah I so didn't bad. know
0: I didn't know that their offices were like little hotel rooms where you walk in there's one some s- are better than others I would assume the <laughs> I would assume like the longer you're there the bigger your hole gets that you have in the mm-hmm, wall there yep. in a tunnel downtown uh, down under the ground it's kind of like how catfish operate by the way
7: Huh. Hmm. interesting noodling
0: you know when I went yeah noodling and fisted a fish mm-hmm. they know where the big holes are So they know that there's going to be a big catfish there. So even if it's not the same catfish that was there a week ago, might be different. There's a big catfish in this hole because as you get older, you grow into bigger holes. Uh So as long as you have like five, six good holes, amen, amen. A lot bigger
3: holes when you get older, Nick.
0: A lot bigger holes
1: every single time. You should probably stop paying for it.
0: (laughs) Um, <laughs> some holes in your hair too. We talked about. We got a lot of optimism for Nick's hair, by the way. Here we go. Oh, let's go. go. We'll yeah, talk yeah, about that. About in a this. But I think that happens with the Congress people. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's brand new there. It's three months for Gonzo in that damn thing. So his office kind of smile. let's assume there's other rookies around him. Mm-hmm. We we were screaming and clapping in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think the the Congress person next door did? They just be, did they just figure out the health care bill or <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> well, <was> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No, no, just, uh, just the sleeveless hoodie guy and the sweatpant guy and the loud guy. Uh, they just clap for the, because they won the campaign.
8: Yes.
6: <laughs> Three months ago. <laughs>
0: oh, we're the dumbest. The traveling has been awesome. Mm. This morning, I need a haircut bad from the road. You know, when you're living in a nest like a road Roadhawk, mm-hmm. sometimes your feathers can be disheveled. Oh, yeah. yeah. They get ruffled. They get ruffled.
2: <laughs> right they do. There it is. They do. The
0: feathers can get ruffled. So this morning, Nick and I went to a barbershop, and we literally, at the hotel we were in, our room was kind of a smaller room. We FaceTimed, and I had to do it from the hallway because the lighting was
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, it looked small. Yeah,
0: it did. Sometimes things can look bigger, you know, but that one, mm. it looked small. It was small. Anyways, so we FaceTimed. I had to go out in the hallway because there wasn't enough light in my room. <laughs> And I just well, I, I Facetime Nick and I was like, Hey man, you want to get your haircut? And Nick said, Yeah. I was like, Me too. I'll meet you down. We agreed on thirty minutes, but then everything started happening with that video, and I had a lot of questions. Asked, so it ended up being like forty-five, fifty minutes, mm-hmm. which I think Nick expected.
1: I uh, come uh, accustomed to standard pat time, which is. There you go. At least 20 minutes after.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it's work, if it's work-related, if it is, like, 100% work-related, I will be there probably early or, on t- like, right on time. Yeah, know? that's true. But if it is anything else, boy, oh, I'm very relaxed with that schedule. Yeah, And I think you know why it is. I underestimate how comfortable I can get in a, in a, mm. a particular oh, – yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, we can do that 30 minutes for sure, right? Yeah, and then I sit down and I look and there's, like, one question being asked from somebody – and I like answer that question. And then, like, I'll FaceTime or talk to Sam for a couple of minutes. And then I'm just kind of like relaxing. And by that point, I'd already forgot that we we're going to that barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at my thing and then I go back to, like, oh, fuck. I look back at what time I FaceTimed you. I'm like, that was 22 minutes ago. I was just ready eight minutes. I haven't even showered yet. <laughs> so then I got to open my bag, which was tough because the room wasn't big enough for the bag. To right. Yep. Because I had to move the bed basically. Yeah to open the bag, you know what i mean? So i open the bag, i get ready and by that point it's already 40 minutes. So it's 100% my fault, but it's never on purpose. I want to let you know it's never on purpose. So we go to this uh we type in barbershop in front of the hotel. We go down there. And we there's uh there's a a Tecmo? What was it called? Mecto? There was a, something with that barbershop and then there was a King's barbershop. Yeah. And we both agreed immediately, we're going to get a royal motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're going to King's. So we walk down the street. We turn left. We turn right. We turn left. And we go to walk in where it is. And it's up these steps. And then um, an Indian lady who is in a very floral dress with a Bluetooth headphone on, a Bluetooth cell phone on, she goes, uh, like, haircut to us? And we go, yeah. And she goes, down here. And, like, points down in this other office. So we're like, okay, sounds good. We walk down there. It's a Jamaican man right there, seat one. There's only one row of seats, one row, like five, six um, chairs. chairs, five, six chairs, nice. a little tiny little lobby, and then a checkout area. And uh, as soon as we get down there, there's a Jamaican man there. He's cutting somebody's hair. And uh, another uh, another very African man. And um, I go, you guys take walk They go, yep. We go, cool. We got next. They're both cutting hair, and we just go sit down. I looked around. And I was wondering, I was, "Are we the first white people to ever go into that fucking barbershop, you think?" <laughs> oh.
1: Well, no, cuz there were pictures of white dudes haircuts on the wall.
0: I yeah, but great. that they
1: was There was a stock.
0: No, but it was like balls. the option for what fade you want, you know? Yeah, like yeah. do you want a medium taper? Do you want this? And it was kind of in the back corner. But when we walked in, that place stopped. I mean, that place, everybody stopped in there. I mean, like Razors came off mm-hmm. the heads, eyes came lifted. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so those posters were more for if white people come in, yeah. that's what yeah. they should yeah. look like. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. it was very much like that. Okay, okay. I'm glad you said that because we have not talked about this. We have, Nick and, have Nick and I have not talked. Nick and I have not talked. As soon as we walked in, I, got, I go, Do you guys take walk ins? He goes, "Like, Yeah. I go, Cool, we got next, right? Just like wide open, like very confident. Then we sit down, I start looking around, and I'm like, Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely
3: the only white motherfuckers there, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're just sitting there. In the there was two of them. It was the Jamaican man who had long dreads, but they were up in like Sway. You know how Sway has that hat? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah the yeah, Sway yeah. hat. He had like a okay. Sway hat, and then uh, the other guy, he. The guy with the hat seemed to be a lot more confident, right? So he was kind of rolling with it. The other guy was very, like, meticulous, like Bob Ross. He's
3: bald, too. Bald
0: man, too. Ooh. Bald man, too. So he gets finished up first, and I go to Nick. I'm like, Nick, you got to go with that guy, man. I'm going with that guy in the back, man. I got to be on TV. I'm so sorry that you have to be this guinea pig. He goes, no problem. He stands up and gets down in there, right? That guy Company starts. man. Company yeah, guy. Hey, 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 we were just talking about how you're a team guy, too. Team guy. Just look at, it, Hey, you're it. trying
2: to get back on his good side here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, earlier on the Uber ride here, working, Nick, taller than me, decides, you know what? This is an Uber
0: XL. I'll get in the back. Oh, he he lets not me not sit up me, there. Pat. No, no, no. And it's everybody knows me. you're the best in the world at being humble. Mm-hmm. Best I know. Best ever. <laughs> yeah. You're the greatest of all time, really, of being humble. So he's getting his haircut. This is all going to come back around, by the way. Go into the, um, go into the first one. So that guy finishes... Nick's getting a cut for like five minutes. I'm sitting by myself and I am looking around and I'm like, "Yep, definitely. I mean, we just, the people that are poking their head in the people are, there is not a single white person, even in the radius of the area.
1: (laughs) And I'm like a, a woman sitting next to me getting her haircut that Pat definitely called a dude.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that was tough. <laughs> I mean.
1: I could see how you made that mistake, though, because she had the hair. She had like a, uh, it was like an OBJ cut without the dye. Yes. Very popular hairstyle. Okay. Now. Yes. Uh, it she, was. It was OBJ's haircut. That's yeah, exactly what it, just it was. Just without the yellow dye on there. And
0: bottom. she wasn't looking at me at all. She was looking away the entire time getting her haircut. I could hear them talking about her going to a junior college, though. I didn't know what sport it was. I thought it was a guy, by the way. So I thought it was like soccer. It was an English accent, too. So yeah. some guys tough. have, like David them, if you just close your eyes, like high, it's like a little. Voice it is voice. a little bit high, like the accent. I think I don't. I don't know. It might just be me. Be wrong. No, you're here. right. Can raise Jane. a pitch. Yeah. But also. Hoodie and sweats, too, Mm -hmm. like very Mm -hmm. much. So, I like it. I mean, that is a masculine
2: haircut. I mean, call it what it is. The OBJ haircut is more masculine. I don't
0: know. Honestly, I don't know. After thinking about it, it, yeah, after she wasn't wearing makeup, it's it's, it's an easy mistake to make. I say, Good luck, man, on her way out because she was talking about transferring to a Juco, uh, for and then going D1 after that. So, like, I'm up now. This is already after I've realized that there's no way any other Caucasians have been in here. (laughs) I sit down, and uh, the person that was just in there is getting up to leave walks by like daps him up you know and i'm like hey good luck man and uh the guy my haircut guy is like uh she is a basketball player <laughs> <laughs> yeah <It's not. laughs> yeah she is a basketball player um and she's thinking about transferring to a junior college i was like oh yeah juco juco is, i said juco <laughs> juco means junior college that's just Wow, and then it just kind of stopped for like two, three minutes, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "Is a rough start." Is a rough start. I'm like, "What's your name?" And he's like, Devin. And. It says Devin's Barbershop on the thing that I'm wearing. I'm like, you own this place? He's like, yeah, i heard it for like thir- three years or so. He's like, everybody, all the. it's basically he's the local barber there. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody that lives in that area nice. comes to him. So he told us her whole story. She's going to Texas. She's from Let's England. Go. She's going to a junior college, and she's going to Texas. She's a real baller, I guess. Good for her. But I, I definitely made a mistake there. But we talked to him. I started talking to him kind of, I mean, we got along. We started getting moving. The guy's name that was cutting Nick's hair, Unique. No, yeah, because my guy Devin goes, His name's unique, and I was like, Well, what is it? He was like, It's unique. I was like, Okay, (laughs) like I'm excited to hear it, you know, like I'm like, Oh, okay, and I'm like waiting for it, and then it clicks. I'm like, Is your name unique? and he was like, Yeah, that's what he just said. I was like, Well, you can hear how I yeah. Your name's unique. I thought it was going to be something that's on me. And I'm just sitting back getting my hair cut at this time. It's just such a weird. It's such like I, I man, don't mess Don't make this awkward for these, these. These two guys are trying their best right now. You know what I mean? And Nick, unique, had a little bit of an issue with the right side of Nick's head. On the back side, he goes, he spins Nick's chair and goes to Devin he goes, What am I supposed to do with this? And Devin, my guy goes, Oh, he's got a dent in his head. Yeah, you got to move it to a one and a half right there. And then, Devin, my guy takes his clippers around me over to him, fixes Nick's dent, and then Unique goes, I've never seen that before. And then sitting in my thing, I'm like, it's Unique, it's Unique. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, and I just stopped. I was like, oh. I couldn't see his
1: face, but I knew he was enjoying himself behind me over there, just giggling. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, he had both the barbers over there. Doing, like It looked like he was getting like double teamed by these hey, guys.
1: Unique was new, he was in training, but thank God, Devin. That guy was good. Devin was good, man. This, was
0: this haircut good. he gave me, he said he could, right. he he said, I could see what you were trying to do. So I just kind of went with it. I was like, yeah, man, he did a great job. This is an incredible haircut. Great, I, yeah. I, at one point, I offered to fly him to Indy like every other week. <laughs> and Devin was like, I'd love that. He was really cool. He had some lines now. Oh, he, really? had, he had some lines. He was like, so what do you guys do? Or where are you from? He said Indianapolis. He said, what do you do there? I was like, uh, we just make stuff on the internet, man. Podcasts, videos, stuff like that. And he was like, uh, I bet to a lot of people it didn't make sense. And then it made a lot of dollars and it made a lot of sense. And I was like, Ooh. hey, I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 7 I'm gonna write that one down. And he laughed or whatever. He just he was a good dude, cool guy. And I feel like they appreciated us. Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. talked
1: about people like Connor, for example, who come into your space, you know, oh. don't give any room to breathe, soaking up all your essence.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Soak mm-hmm. up all my essence, which is a great line. He said, like somebody soaked up all his essence. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna write that one down too, Devin. I wanna let you know that. I was letting him know. I was like, these things I am gonna eat. I like Devin a lot. So if you're in Brooklyn, I don't know if it's King's barbershop or Devin's barbershop, but I do know if you go to King's barbershop, it's right right below it. Literally to the right below it. He took care of us. It was a good haircut, man. Good haircut.
4: I enjoy how much our office likes haircuts they're yeah. real it's it, our office is very picky too someone comes out after a haircut the whole everyone's staring <laughs> everyone's <laughs> eyeing them up and down and there's sometimes where it's like oh you got all fucked up up there you know other times hey not bad. If you get a not bad, that means it's a well, really good haircut. You get to a
5: point, too. It's like we're on camera all the time. Every like, day. I'm not going for convenience. If some guy fucks up my hair, like I'm going to be pissed for right? <laughs> three weeks.
3: I am going to get roasted, yeah, exactly. and I am going
5: to
0: have to look at myself like right. that a lot. Like It's not just in the morning when you brush your teeth and look in the mirror, or when you go to the bathroom and look in the mirror. Videos of us are out every day, yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. It's like, man, if I just... You can get it, and I have a weird head. I have a so unique wow, I head. Alex,
1: everywhere.
5: Yeah, yeah, I have a
0: unique head. I a so, dent. Yeah, yeah. Nick, we learned today. Did you know dent?
1: that? No, I mean, I knew there were some bumps up there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have called it a dent.
0: Devin, <laughs> hey, Devin. Uh, Nick said, do "You got any?" Okay, I'll say it. So there was this can. It was a spray can, like uh, hairspray, spray or um, spray paint. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Banksy spray paint can, and it said "Black Magic" on it with a panther. And I go, oh, what's this black magic stuff? Can we spray that on his head to get a thicker hair or whatever? Because they were cutting Nick's a hair. shot. It, a it was. Shot. I didn't know. It I had to do it. I mean, I had to let them know that this is all fun and games here. And he goes, uh, he goes no, I won't use that stuff. That'll make it uh, sheer or something. Shiny, like Shiny or mm. something.
3: And Nick was like, I don't want that.
0: <laughs> and uh, he said, I got some other stuff, though, if we're trying to thicken that up a little bit. And then, obviously... Probably me more than Nick was like, yeah, I want to hear about this. You know, like what do we got going on? Mm-hmm. And he went into this entire breakdown of Nick and told Nick what
1: I got. I got two summers left
0: <laughs> with flow with this oh, hair. Boy. With oh. this hair. if he if does, I, if I don't do anything, if he does nothing, okay. he, he got two summers left in that. And I think he didn't follow up with that second summer though. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be a goodbye. It's gonna be like a Derek Jeter. It's gonna be a cruel summer. Which I remember, yeah, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: you know, I get it. I'd be thirty five at that time. It it was a good run. Now, that's a good point.
0: Mm. Yeah, That's exactly what Nick – I think Nick, by the way, Nick calls himself a realist. Some people would describe it as pessimism. He became very optimistic and positive about that two-year prediction by Devin, and Devin seemed like a guy who would not lie to us.
1: I mean, I've seen it coming for a while now. I I know where my hairline used to be. I know where it is now. I see it getting (laughs) set. Yeah, but that's
0: all right. You know, because if
2: you, if, if you have a tough Look <laughs> well, this guy, still did, trying to get your back. This is making it worse. <laughs> I, this is making to, it <laughs> so much worse. I didn't mean worse. to interrupt you, but if you do, you know, you got hair troubles, you can wear a pub hat or a cozy hat. Oh! that's the word oh. Pat There, sure there are
0: alternatives. Said I
1: mean, Punk. did you see what my haircut looked like in September? at fucking changed my honor.
0: You thought it through. wasn't coming back after that. So yeah, everything...
1: Well, I told you I had been trying to grow it out. And then I made that bet with myself, the internet, however you <laughs> yeah. want to phrase it. Hey,
0: and I lost The internet will say, oh, is that right? That's what the internet will actually <laughs> yeah. say. Oh, oh, is that right?
1: So I was discouraged. You'll <laughs> do what? It was like, I want to grow it out for one last run. And then we had to cut it all off. And I was like, you know what? I don't look that terrible if I have to go that short. So I'm fine. No,
0: yeah, it was a good look. You're a good, you got a good shaped head, very luckily. Wait, did you do you get any
1: tips for the two summers? Or are you just yeah, what is it? Ester oil? Uh, castor oil. Ester oil. Claimed. Like, for castor? the cars? I don't think you put castor oil in cars.
6: Yeah, it's how my my Kia runs.
0: Yeah, it does. That thing barely motherfucking runs, but it runs, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Castor oil?
6: Yeah, is that car oil?
0: No, you're thinking. Are you thinking of Castro? Think thinking, yes. a gastro thinking of Castro GTX.
6: Yes, love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. No free ads, <laughs>
0: though. <for the> <laughs> Listen, that place might suspend this show for you saying you use that in a fucking Kia. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know if that's a no free ad situation. I think that's a potential getting suspended from a platform for a company. I mean, motor
1: oil on your head might work too. I don't know. You know, you've never tried it. What is the castor oil? I don't know what it's specifically used for. I've heard of it for years. He it's said it's
0: natural, and it its only sole purpose is for you to keep your stuff. Hmm.
1: Hmm. So we're gonna give it a shot. You
0: know, we'll uh, try
6: it out. That or McDonald's oil. I heard works. Are
0: wonderful. you just naming different oils? No, we, there, was yes. there was actually a
6: story. Yes, there's a chemical in it that, that grows
3: hair. Uh,
0: it really just feels like you're just naming off oils right now. <laughs> How about this Moroccan oil? Just go ahead and toss oh, that nice. some bitch in there. Olive oil. Think about that one. <laughs> oh. Whoa, that's crazy. It's right there, Easy, bro. Yeah, I was I'm 0.09% Italian. Why don't you fucking take it easy, bro? Shit. I think
6: I'm like 0.
0: 03 We learned that Zito's part African. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. My
6: father's basically uh, a Looks just like him, besides. <laughs> yes, see, oh, boy. <laughs>
0: the way you pronounce that, it sounded like you were saying something very different than a human's <laughs> name. Yes, it, yeah, that is. I learned that. We learned that the other day, right? Mm-hmm. That was something that just yep. popped out of nowhere.
6: Yeah, it was just one of those things that I never really talk about that side
0: why whoa whoa why is that whoa. <laughs> that's what
6: we call a trap trap i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> why well, you walked right uh, no, in it's, uh, my mother's father uh, he is uh straight from cuba and yeah he is uh part african or african cuban is that what you said i don't know that's a very yeah, in... are
0: I you an african yeah. cuban american i don't know I... african maybe hey is there is there right now an african zeet Twitter account. Oh. Has that started up yet? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. If it isn't give it fucking twenty five minutes and we'll get one.
0: <laughs> Heel Zito. Heel Zito has. a hey, by the way, Heel Zito very much
6: evil. Dead. dead.
0: What do you mean? The, he hasn't shown up at all. Has anybody uh, seen Heel Zito? Uh,
6: He's oh, scared. Well, I showed up with Kurt Angle earlier today, but
3: what happened?
6: Uh, I I was about to just pedigree Kurt Angle today. But <laughs> <I felt bad. laughs> he was walking though. I'm gonna tell you right now. Kurt is in bad, bad shape. He's, he's fucking Jesus.
3: He's done his goodbye eat. tour. He'll eat. eat. You, don't have your, back, baby. <laughs> you
4: don't have your sunglasses on. The only time he'll eat shows up is whenever he, he screams,
3: back yeah. on, and then <laughs> something happens. And then something happens.
6: Oh. No, but we saw him getting food today, and he went to like a private room. And I swear, uh, Ty was there too. He was gonna rip this door off because he couldn't get in. He put
5: his key card up to the thing like <laughs> forty-five times, and it just wouldn't. I was on. I was on the impression. I was like, maybe he's just like expecting someone to throw him through the glass. Like I thought he like. Really oh, you did... thought this was like a bit? Yeah, like yeah. he didn't know how to open it, and he was just like waiting for someone to throw him through the glass. Like that was the only way he could get through. He you thought not... this
0: was potentially being filmed? Maybe,
5: yeah. <laughs> He could not figure out how to open that fucking door. It was, it, I mean.
0: That's like when a DoorDash person shows up at the office. Exactly. Yeah. And they just come jamming on the door. It was the same thing. So did you go, why'd you want to pedigree Kurt Angle? You want an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. For America. It was, it was Pittsburgh legend.
6: I can't control Heel Z when he gets in his mood.
0: Yeah, but Heel Z's dead. <laughs> if
6: if Heel Z would have took out Kurt Angle, he'd be alive. I like
0: Road Trip Z a lot. With the, the Z. pipe. Yeah. yeah. Pipe oh.
4: The pipe zit is of yeah, the
3: best mm.
0: accessory
4: zit.
6: <laughs> road trip zits are very good one in my head. He comes out in time.
4: my head. In my head too, it's really good. Where'd you get that pipe?
6: I actually don't know. It just came with the road.
0: <laughs> it's like a handcrafted pipe it's like a real life very nice pipe yep. yeah. that popped out of nowhere if i am uh, not mistaken that thing just showed up out of nowhere when we landed in harrisburg I yeah think it was already there yeah when i woke up and we were
2: driving to i mean this has been on the rv forever but when I woke up and Zito came down the stairs and it was, it was in his mouth. I have no idea where he got it. Yeah,
0: that's, that's how he introduced it to people, by the way, is just walking into a conversation with it already hanging out of his mouth <laughs> as if we weren't even going to see it. Like It was a very normal thing to show up looking like motherfucking Popeye. Nobody has had a
3: goddamn...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Somebody recognized? Are you... I
2: think you are. With pipe in mouth. That's <laughs> what <laughs> 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 Yeah, some guy asked Zito that, and that was his response. Hey, somebody recognize
7: Z. Hey! Hey, Zito! Hey. 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 Hey, guys.
0: Thank so, thank you. I mean. There's a good chance if you see the Zito in public, the first thing you're going to hear from said specimen is die. <laughs> oh, die. I, I apologize
6: to Justin for just yelling die on his face.
0: I was very confused. Justin was a pretty vital character in our whole trip. Seriously. I lost Connor the- left the keys in the lobby of the hotel, and this Justin guy picked it up and just oh. so happened to know exactly who Zito was. Die. Well,
2: like, I, like I said, I'm bad with lobbies. I'm bad with lobbies. <laughs> I wasn't doing well on that one either.
0: Checks out. Checks out. Um,
6: oh, can we talk about how the RV might be uh, halfway to China by now,
0: bro? <laughs> what we have, what we have learned in this traveling. The nest isn't always welcome. No, no, no. Really. rarely is it oh. welcome. But if you think about it, a bird's nest is not really a city thing, anyways. You hmm. know, you don't see a lot of. Mostly because birds don't choose to flock here, right? You know True. what I mean? Yeah. There aren't birds flocking other than them just street pigs. rats. Just yeah, dummies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Street Dumb rat pigeons. Pigeon. There's no real nests being built. I'm not sure pigeons live in nests, but I think they're like the homeless of the birds. They they kind of just live under bridges. They might come from sewers. sewers. Yeah,
6: yeah. I honestly believe
0: pigeons. I mean, they're probably a very nice bird, but they're the gritty bird. We all understand mm-hmm. that.
6: Absolutely.
0: The nest that the Roadhawks travel in is definitely a gritty nest, Yes. but it takes up some space now. We need some real estate. Yeah. And we've learned in Baltimore, D.C., and now Brooklyn – the nest is not always welcome in a lot of places. We got shooed out of a hotel. What was that? D.C. Oh, right yeah. Away. Shooed out of a hotel. Couldn't barely could check in with the the RV in front of it. Basically, told us that we couldn't. Even, you could park it on the curb uh, until seven a.m. That needs to leave. Made me back up before I could even check into the hotel at like what one thirty two a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we get to Brooklyn and we knew it was going to be an issue because you know what? We know the road codes. Oh yeah. We know the Roadhawks Roadhawks know the road codes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Road Dog checked into the ro- the Roadhawks.
2: He did. Oh, it was huge. Huge. Oh
3: yeah.
0: That's from the dog family of roads. Mm-hmm. Oh, We're right. the hawk family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Roadhawks and the Road Dogs, they very much get along. Which mm-hmm. isn't always normal, but on the road the road code says Yeah. Get along. It plays. Yep. Down the road We got a long, long way to go Scared to live Scared to die We ain't perfect, but we try Carry on Buy a boat Drink a beer Sing a song Make make a friend Can get we get all along. get, get along. along? Yeah, Kenny's the best. That's a road code. Oh, Kenny! Turns out those lyrics are probably written by somebody else, but Kenny sings them well. True. Mm-hmm. If Kenny would have wrote them, by the way, we probably would remember them all.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but um, when we got to New York, we had a plan. We planned ahead for this time. Yeah, yeah we yes. did. We planned ahead. WWE people were like, "Hey, we'll call around, try to find a place for you guys to park it, because we know it's been an issue." We got accosted by police in Baltimore. Mm. No, in D.C. We got accosted mm-hmm. by police in D.C. We got accosted by arena security in yes. Baltimore. Some,
2: some heavy names. Some big hitters uh, there. Some arena
0: security <laughs> was smoking their cigs outside, not happy with where the, the <laughs> yes. nest was parked. So in New York, we were playing ahead. We even, we even called and scheduled a space, right? Yeah, yeah we
2: scheduled it. a space. Not even that. I called a half hour before we were supposed to be there and say, hey, we're going to be a little late. Okay, we're gonna show up a little late, just so you know. Personal
0: conversation with these people.
2: Personal yeah. reservation
0: made. Yeah, a conversation was made. You guys show up with the nest, and what happens? Uh, the guy looked as if he saw a ghost when we pulled the
2: RV
3: into. Oh the no, not that thing!
2: Yes, he, he was like, mm, no. Let me get on uh, the phone with some of my buddies just start sending him around on a little witch hunt that me and z had to do so at like
0: 1 a.m mm-hmm. you guys were just driving around new york city to different open plots of land getting shooed away with an rv <laughs> yes yes and they all are
2: the same company too this isn't different yeah. parking lots this is the same company
0: oh so they they won't even just dis- uh they won't I mean, even say like you're probably not gonna want it they won't even say that they're like oh i'll come check it out Yep, definitely don't want you else can
6: tell it. they hated the other people and they're like just go over there and we went over there, and they'd
0: be like, Oh, oh no, so guys. this is like the Tuttle uh, Senior, uh, Tuttle yes. Junior oh, thing. Yes, <laughs> the first oh, from, Orange County Choppers. The first guy's name was Malik, right? Of parking lots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my, that's incredible. You had to find Mikey Lot. <laughs> yeah. The Mikey Lot would have let you in, man. <laughs> Fucking A. But you guys are now in, like, New Jersey. Now the, now the nest yeah, is parked so in New Jersey. so we did one
6: last search. It was a truck stop, basically, or he was a truck driver, and then he...
0: Yeah, it was a very
2: nice man, a uh, Greek man. Very, uh, from Greece, not a Greek man. Now. Yeah, big fan of Greeks. Now he, we called him around. I don't know, one thirty-two, yep. and for some reason, this champion of men was still working. Yep. So uh, we drove her up there, about half half hour away, forty five away, yep. and uh, yeah, we planted it in the middle of a warehouse, and it's for sure gone.
6: It's next to water, and there was shipping containers, and I was like, oh, they just threw that RV in a shipping what, container. Yeah.
0: Would we think that it being sent away would be a blessing or a curse?
6: um someone else's problem now. Uh, that's what i'm thinking
0: <laughs> i think it would be that and a sign it'd be like hey
2: you guys test this out now you know what it's like to have a lady hawk and you know what Why don't you guys go out grab a champagne bottle get yourself your own you know yeah i off. think it is
0: time i think i think if this is going to continue this type of thing we have to we have to get we have to get a nice one <laughs> we have to find, we have to <laughs> find a home we have because because we have found the flaws we have found the flaws mm-hmm. yep. in the bad one. Very thankful for this particular oh, yeah, great. Yeah, great. But, I mean, we're going to need something that goes above 60 miles an hour yeah. without yeah. the engine yeah, almost nice. exploding. Need some juice. We're going to need something that has maybe a little bit more juice in that generator so mm-hmm. we don't have to kind of guess if we're going to potentially not be able to make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost couldn't leave because the extendos didn't have the no power. <laughs> <for them. laughs> I almost couldn't leave a hotel. It was a little bit of it. Probably our fault if we had to guess, but we would like something that is our fault proof, human error proof. <laughs> yes. And uh, I think it's been a fun trip thus far. Tomorrow night, NXT Takeover. I'm on the pre-show. Let's go! Let's Come on! Go. It's oh. indoor at the Barclays Center. Nice. Which is, that's good. Then I'm gonna have a good time on that pre-show. I really enjoy the NXT Takeover shows too. the The athleticism that is displayed is next level. It's mm-hmm. a real. It's a show. What you're watching is a show. There's insane shit happening all the time. I can't wait for it. And I've been writing some stuff. I got some gems ready to come out. I've been, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been preparing a little bit. And that one's a little bit loose, you know. Michael Cole literally tells me to do whatever the hell I want to do. <laughs> yeah. So he did just kind of turn me loose. I have to, Here's something you have to talk about. We have to get through this stuff. We'll have the other hosts kind of drive us through stuff. You just do whatever the, whatever the fuck you want. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you, Mr. Cole. That's a good time. Then we all know what's coming on Sunday. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's at MetLife Stadium, a place that... I've played at. I've won there. I've had a good time there. Mm -hmm. A place that will be packed with sports entertainment fans from all over the world to the tune of, I'm assuming, north of 80,000 people. Oh, yes. That is absurd. From all over the world, chanting, screaming. And I will be wearing a tuxedo before the show begins to kick off the show, a part of the kickoff show. On the stage, the entrance stage that Ooh. everybody comes out of, basically one of the first things that peop- people are going to be taking pictures of that thing whenever they walk in. You're like, here's the, um, here's the entrance. And for some reason, I'm going to be standing on it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be talking the whole, uh, much at all, but I know that's where I'm going to be parked at. And that's a wild scene. And I had to buy a tux for it. I had to buy a tux for it. We all know I went to Macy's, bought a tux for it. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be cold. Is that gonna is the decision that I made gonna be a regretful one with the tuxedo? Yeah, Possibly you run hot. I do run hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And those lights too. I yeah, mean yeah, the lights yeah, will be on. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'll probably I should probably I, should, I might be hotter than I thought it was yeah, gonna yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to take a layer off. It's all in the mind now. Yeah, no, think about it. And then the watch along happens. We're doing a watch along during the entire th- uh, show. Sponsored by Natural Light, by the way. Let's go. Let's, go. Go. Let's go. Hey, shout out Natural Light getting in the game. Natter days. Hey, hey. My college was a natty day, a mm-hmm. natter day.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Watch along's about to be a natter day, Nat, natter watch. Mm.
4: It's going to yeah, be a natter watch. Yeah, natter
0: watch. It's going to be a natter watch. Because yeah. it's going be yeah. to be probably like maybe four or five hours long. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time, though. Yes. And you guys, I think, are going to be in the room this time.
5: That would that's be awesome. Cool. Which cool. is good.
0: Probably shoot into a corner as if it was the lobby of Gary hey, V. Hey, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but sure. we'll still be able to have a good time. That's yeah. fine. My lady Samantha's here. She's going to her first WrestleMania. She'll be in the crowd. She's real excited for that, to go with one of her friends. Sam, you back there? Are you excited for WrestleMania? Yeah. yeah. R- hmm. okay. Really enthusiastic. Hills, yeah. That was Zeet interviewing <laughs> my <laughs> fiance. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, yeah, Sam's ex- I mean, it's just an awesome. This is going to be a good time. It's a great week. Everything just seems to be humming in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for everybody that listens to this show. You guys are the best. Uh, the only reason why we can do any of this is because you choose to listen to the show. So I hope you know that. And I'm very thankful for it. Uh, at the end of this thing, we're going to have a, uh, my conversation with Adam Lefko from Bleach Report. Mm-hmm. I think it was an enjoyable one. Oh, yeah. And aside from that, hashtag end Gang, hashtag end Game. Go ahead and send us... Um,
5: Favorite screenshot from that WWE. Oh,
0: there it is. Screenshot from the Road to WrestleMania with Pat McAfee and Friends. Uh, It's on WWE's YouTube. It's Mm -hmm. on WWE's Twitter. Uh, I don't know where else. It's on their website.
1: Nick? Can I offer an alternative? Sure. Uh, Pictures of what they think your hotel room looks like.
0: You can add that one in there as well. Either if you one. would like. Either way. We got a view. We are literally directly under a bridge that everybody and their mom has said is for sale. Really <laughs> you know what then. I mean? Like, yo, I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I can sell you. That's what they always say. We are right underneath it, basically.
1: Not this one. Not the nice hotel room. The first hotel room.
0: The, oh, my hotel room. Yes. The one that Foxy uh, stole from me. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. yes,
2: yes.
0: Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, the dungeon. If you guys could send a picture of uh, my hotel room that uh, was potentially Foxy's, yes, that he potentially hijacked from me because yeah. he uses incredible good looks on the front desk. She was, desk. she was,
2: yeah, she was, she was.
0: Which, bitten. hey, by the way, listen, means. you do everything you need to do, Foxy, man. Hey. I shut the windows anyways, man. I didn't need the I didn't want Anyone need. So if you guys could uh, just I just that's not a bad idea too. Uh, hashtag endgame, hashtag end game. That the photo good idea, Nick. Hey Nick. Also, send us pictures of uh, what you think Nick's hairline is gonna look like <laughs> before it disappears. Or the dent on his back of <laughs> his head. <husband>. The dent. <laughs> there it is. Maybe, maybe send us send us a, a reaction you thought unique's reaction. Yeah. Whenever he encountered (laughs) (laughs) that Unique was his barber, send us what you thought. Unique's reaction was when he discovered that Nick had an actual dent on his head and didn't know what to do. That is good. And also your favorite screenshot uh, from the road to WrestleMania with Pat McAfee and friends on WZ. You hit that trifecta and it's a good one. We'll give away, we'll give away some really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can't wait to gift the bracket winner. Yeah. Something awesome, which is still happening.
4: Uh, Michigan State, I think, is the team I'm pulling for. Me too, man. <sighs> you know what I said with Dan Dockage? Big Ten hasn't won it since 2000. Something's got to give him, all right? Mm-hmm. That team seems to be a hummin and
0: <laughs> no Zion Williams and nobody's going to watch.
6: Can I also send a gift to the last, last place? Like, completely last place? Yeah,
0: absolutely. We can give a Zito prize for a dead last.
6: I can't wait. We'll call it. We'll call it (laughs) six thousand
0: nine hundred ninety ninth runner up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Zito's six thousand nine hundred ninety ninth runner up. Can't wait. Award. Oh, it's
6: not me choosing them.
0: Find out who it is. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's in the bottom five, and you pick your favorite of the bottom Ooh, five. With the names. From the names. I like that. There it is. Congratulations. Out of the worst five, you had the best <laughs> name from Zito. <laughs> from judging Zito. Yep. It's judgment Judge Zito. Zito.
6: Judge yeah. Z. Oh, Judge no. Z. With the white hat, the head. Yeah,
0: Judge Z. There's another inception. Twitter
6: account. <laughs> oh, I got to buy a gavel now.
0: I'm sure you already have one. Check your suitcase when you're your uh,
5: briefcase when you get back.
6: You
0: know, yeah, it probably isn't his high school briefcase. Yes, <laughs> <he> is
3: <laughs> die guy for a fucking die project. I was a die, Thomas Jefferson. Oh.
0: Dummies, eat, man.
6: I will say this trip has been very, very fun. Yeah, it has. It been. It's amazing. been really, really been fun. Unbelievable. I've, it's I out of. I can't explain how fun it is. We've been wor-
0: like we've been getting a lot of shit done too. That's For been sure. the interesting part of it. Yeah. You got like five days left too.
2: Five days left. <laughs> <laughs> Not even halfway done. <laughs> don't
0: <laughs> want to be the realest in the situation. <laughs> says Ty. We still got some time. I got to get up this morning, by the way. Yeah. Here we oh, go. Yeah.
2: Here
5: we go.
0: If you're listening to this early in the morning, go ahead and turn on ESPN. I'll be on there with Greeny talking about, I football stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That'd be a good time. All right. Other than that, this conversation with Lefko is also a blast. Um, send him a tweet too, if you'd like. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, what did not say about Connor vandalizing? Yeah, Connor
0: vandalized the studio,
3: studio bleacher report. Mm,
0: allegedly. No, he caught you. <laughs> did you see his he put an IG story up oh, did no, oh nice. I didn't see it
3: let me show it oh I didn't see
4: it <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no he caught you <laughs> oh, that's nice. so awesome alright
7: the show with Pat McAfee oh the fro is nice and I had the boys in the studio and look what they left me clever <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm leaving it up I'm leaving it up Yes, <laughs> he's Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. Lefkoe, great guy,
0: great guy, hey, great, great guy. Lefkoe was a good dude, he man. Was. Connor's like Banksy with these goddamn fucking. It- uh, stickers, dude. Yeah, next, tagging them everywhere. Next level. We we showed up at Bleacher Report, and he just flashed out of his pocket the three stickers he had, and I was like, "All oh, fucking Banksy, Connor's here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go." It's a it's a hysterical thing. We got a sticker set, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, at store dot dot com. Connor finds a lot of pride and takes a lot of pride in putting things in there and not getting caught. That's, oh yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Shout out to Lefko. Here's my conversation with him. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Aside from that, cheers, man. Heartland Radio 2.0 is Minana. You're gonna enjoy it. NXT TakeOver, pre-show, WrestleMania pre-show, then watch along. It's a lot of me on a microphone, but I promise I'm gonna deliver. I think I will. And if not, hey, a lot of options for other shit to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam
4: Lefko. <laughs> this conversation with Lefko is a left you
0: know. can't put electric in there with Lefko. i was gonna say electric and add the Lefko name in there but you caught my brain catching myself slipping right there
6: wow don't catch me slipping up this is america
0: (laughs) 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 this is america and what's coming to america very soon is legalization of sports gambling everywhere Hmm. Sports gambling has been something that millions and millions of people have been doing for a long, long time. And now there is more information that you can access than ever in the history of sports gambling. Sports gambling is something that you do on the side that's fun, that can make you some extra cash. And the way you can win by doing this, instead of losing and being a dummy and feeling bad about yourself, the way you can win at gambling is by getting more information, more intel, feeling good about your bets, confident with your bets. And there's one place that accrues all the information you could possibly need to make a decision on who you're going to bet with. Are these points going to go over are they going to go under? Is this player going to get hot? Is this team potentially going to get cold? How about on the road in Canada? You want to know where all the big money's going? Hey, these people that have been gambling for years and years and years successfully, the sharp money, you want to know where that money's going? There's one place for it, and that's the action network the action network tracks all the information you need to become a better investor in yourself in sports gambling nick you love reading about it over there with the hockey bets do it all the time i need to know
1: where that short money's going how are how, how is the nhl is it doing good the nhl is beautiful right now playoffs are about to start we're about three four days away let's go baby
0: and that's Hockey Talk. Wow. Yeah, they got they, they got all the information for Hockey Talk. They get all the information for college basketball. Maybe how Tom Izzo is going to do. Ooh. Maybe in these situations, how is his teams responded. Action Network just has article after article with information after information with trends and trends so that whenever you're investing your hard-earned money in a team to perform, you know why you're doing so and you win a little bit more. Action Network is the greatest app for all sports games gamblers and all degenerates and I tell you what, guys in the office use it, I use it, and you can track our bets and see how we're doing, so you can maybe be like, hey, hey Nick, pretty good at them hockey bets. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to that Talkie Talk, a new podcast with Nick AQ, Jeff Gorman, but I can go on the Action Network and just see how he did I can just see how what Nick bet on, bang, you can match him, or you can mock him, say yep. he does yep. bad, you can mock him, the Action Network tracks everything and it gives you all the great information right now, if you download the Get Action app with forward slash Pat, you get all the information you could possibly need, see our records for today, last 7 days 30 days, all time, and by any spring Diggs is on there foxy's on there connor's on there Nick's on there i'm on there track our bets and let's have a good time with it get information have a blast and join our team get action.app forward slash pat and remember that the slash that is leaning forward it looks like it's leaning forward is the forward slash and if the slash appears as if it's leaning back like fat joe
1: mm. lean back
0: that's lean. a backslash this is a forward slash getaction.app forward slash pet.
7: All right, so I have six things for you that I find fun. I don't like to lead the show when someone cools on. I just want you to tell us where we're going. Oh, so Mr. raiko So I got one, two, three, four, five, and six. They're all different topics and different things. Don't try and look through. Just How many one. are we doing? There's literally six there. Oh, just we'll start with one then. Okay. Number one. I'll let you read it. I don't remember what I put in there.
0: Um. <clears throat> Yes. Tom Dempsey's foot. Okay.
7: I have been amazed about Tom Dempsey for my entire life. All right. For people that do not know, Tom (laughs) Dempsey was a kicker that had, for a long time, the longest kick in the history of the NFL, 63 63 yards. It was later passed by Matt Prater, tied a few times, David Akers, Jason Elam, I think, had it. He was born with no fingers on one hand and no toes on the other. And I have always been amazed at this swinging club. And I just want to know from your perspective, like why is this not talked about more? Like this thing is crazy. Well, it's because he's a kicker or a punter, man. That's just the way it goes.
0: I mean, you big wigs at these big networks just quarterbacks ref- only. That's it. I mean, Sims is just Sims goes was- wherever he wants, and he was what a fourth string quarterback <laughs> for a while. I mean, that's because he was a quarterback. I mean, it's Tom Dempsey is an OG in the uh, for the brand. You know, OG super for, the, for brand. the brand. It's one of those things where you see those videos on the internet where a kid's got one arm or something, but he's a pitcher in baseball because his entire life he was told that he can't do it. Yeah, I'm assuming Tom Dempsey was said told like, okay, here's the deal: you can't do anything with your feet. Eat. Have you looked at pictures of it? Oh yeah, with the boot. He had the boot too. Dude. They made him a special boot that some people would argue that there was potentially a little uh,
7: unfair, a little home cooking so in the front of it. here's what Tom Dempsey replied when people said it was unfair. Unfair, eh? How about you? Tr- and I guess he's Canadian. How about you try <laughs> kicking a 63-yard field goal to win it with two seconds left, and you're wearing a square shoe? Oh yeah, and you don't have toes. The amount. <laughs> that's that's what he responded to. Now sports science looked into it and found that the the shoe had no advantage that it actually might be a disadvantage because it's just a flat surface.
0: Oh, yeah, that sports science guy is always spot on. Jan
7: is sports science.
0: He's, he compared Dwight Freeney's spin move to that of a figure skater, an Olympic figure skater. And Dwight Freeney's a guy you don't, like, make fun of a lot, you know? But we were all looking forward to Dwight Freeney's Sports Science, right? Yeah. It was the night... It came out on a Saturday night, so Sunday morning was, like, breakfast before a game. And every, we were all like, yo, Freeney's Sports Science coming out tonight, coming out tonight.
7: It's going to be a freaky spin move. And
0: then the next morning, like, the way that guy described uh, the dominance of Dwight Freeney was just, like, some of the most ridiculous metaphors of all time. And Freeney, the next morning...
7: Gallivanting around the field. Like
0: a... You know, Olympic figure
7: <laughs> skater or something like that ballerinas and figure yeah. skaters so the next morning I,
0: I like we all walked in and I was a little bit too young so I could not really just start talking but all Freedy was like was like don't even want to talk about it don't even want to talk about it like let's just guys let's just move on from the sports science thing uh, so I'm not the biggest fan of that guy but yeah I don't to kick a ball 63 yards you have to have some real explosion like that's real work that not everybody can do that and
7: I didn't know this in 77, they started the Tom Dempsey rule that if you have something wrong with your foot, it still has to be shaped like a, sh- a foot. So you ca- we can't even do the boot anymore. What if they would have put a plow? Right. Like a plow right there on the front, like it's in the front he, of a truck. Instead of Vinatieri picking up the snow, he's just plowing <laughs> out the fucking snow. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Dempsey fan. I was gonna. I'm just curious from like the kicking. You know, the physics. Not having toes seems crazy to me. I'm not sure how much the toes help. I, you, they tell you to point your toes, so I guess that is a, a
0: massive part of it. But the uh, the opposable thumb, right, is pretty massive for the human. So I'd right. assume that the big toe also does some work in the kicking world. Nice. Shout out Tom Dempsey though, overcoming some adversity to become a G. All the time. Which number are we going with next? Four. Vinatari, all time leading scorer.
7: You love that man so I, much. I mean, I held his balls a long time.
0: He's a good dude. He's Italian, so that's kind of against him. Did you
7: guys ever have a fight? We got into it one
0: time. He compared me to Vanderjack, to a, a special teams coach. And uh, it was like in warm-ups. He was like, uh, he's got a little Vanderjack in him. Then he right in front of me, I looked at him. I was like, don't you ever, don't you, hey, don't you ever do that again. What
7: is wrong with Vanderjack? Because he's, hated he's by the his... idiot kicker from Peyton Manning. I don't know. He was at West
0: Virginia, though, oh, before he went... me. I didn't know that. He was at West Virginia before me. He was at the Colts before me. And I know that it ended bad with the Colts, but even at West Virginia, I've never heard like a, a positive story about it. Like, there's never, no, there's not I a mean, lot. I mean, for of-
7: Peyton to go on national TV and go, he's an idiot, that kicker liquored that got up. liquored up. Yeah. Like, Peyton never puts that shit out there. Like no,
0: that. and it was tough because I got a, a an into- public intoxication. So obviously, because I went to West
7: Virginia and I was a person who kicked the balls. Are you secretly Vanderjack? No, I, I, are you the titty boy turned into two tanks? Hey, did listen. you just give your? Are you Vanderjack with a new name? <laughs>
0: Vanderjack did a lot of good things with footballs, but from what I've heard, his teammates never liked him, and that was a wow. huge part for me. It was a huge thing for yeah, me. I would I, imagine people like you, teammates, coaches, or pretend to. Well, yeah. I don't All know, right. I don't care. Hey, I don't care how they like me. I don't if know. I keep
7: wanting to open this. You open it.
0: Okay. Plan Jim Irsay's 60th birthday party.
7: Let's make it to there, Jim. June 13th is his 60th birthday. You know this man well. Yeah. If if he said, and you could do it in his voice, Pat, yeah. I want you to play on my birthday. Yeah. What are we doing, brother?
3: This is what we need. We need some good music. Maybe you call Mellencamp up from Bloomington, have him do a set. I'll bring my guitar. I'm like, all right, Jim. I like that.
0: We'll bring. We'll get Mellencamp up there. He's just, you know born and raised in a small town or whatever he was I yeah. like
3: Camp. Uh what else would you like Jim well we gotta do something big 60's a long time 6 decades bro that's crazy. rock and roll bro maybe we get McCartney to play with guitar right handed <laughs> right? who would've thought I'd made it to 60 who would've thought Paul would play right hand have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney isn't Paul McCartney it's another guy cause Paul McCartney died like 30 years ago I haven't heard that jim well you should think about it that'll be a good party then let's bring the horseshoe out there and the little the motorcycle trike thing that comes out before the game i love that guy you got it jim anything else maybe a couple golfers i love golf let's
0: golf maybe let's do it jim let's have a happy birthday you want to sing it you want us to sing happy birthday or blow your candles out for you
3: blow the candles out I don't want a fire. Maybe we just jump in the cake. Or jump out of the cake. <laughs> Maybe we have Peyton Manning jump out of the cake. That's what we'll do. Yeah, we build him a statue. It's the least he could fucking do, brother. Just jump out of a cake.
7: Anything else? <laughs> no, that would be good. Just a run on. Oh, that was good. You He's, spent a lot of time with this man. Not really. <laughs>
0: Not really. Not really. I don't think a lot of people have spent a lot of time with Jim Irsay. Really? To be have honest. You
7: party with Jim Irsay? No,
0: like, I'm past Jim Irsay's party time. You
7: know? I wasn't sure, though, if he still parties but doesn't get down.
0: So he doesn't... I know he, he, he doesn't drink. Like a lot of, people, of course. A lot of people... Anytime he does anything, anything at all, like the internet obviously is a woke society filled with savages. So anytime Jim Ursay does anything, I owe a lot to Jim Ursay. everything almost. I,
3: I, I actually do owe everything, everything. to Jim a <laughs> bank.
0: But um, he's, he's got a heart of gold, man. But his brain, once it gets going, ooh, and he's got to, about to have 60 years worth of incredible stories.
7: To Jim, he needs to like a Jim Ursay podcast where it's one oh, story every oh, podcast. God, he does like those press
0: things every once in a while. There'll be, like, four media people, that like come into his office. It's one question. He's like, look,
3: man, you went over to Europe, got that thing stretched out. and then Well, that's what,
7: when he called Quentin Nelson, he's like, hey, Quentin, what's up, man? And then, like, the next three minutes are, Quentin, I saw Anthony Munoz, and i got to tell you about Munoz. And, like, Quentin, and I asked Quentin, he's like, I'm only on the other phone, I'm just listening. But it's like, did Quentin talk to you? That's crazy. Uh, yeah.
0: Quinton's my guy. I quit. him He threatened to fight me, basically. He looked like he was like. Well, the thing you
7: can't do with Quinton Nelson is give him all the credit. He's a fucking offensive lineman. They do not want the credit because they don't want to walk in there and look at Costanzo and go, hey, man. Yeah, but Costanzo,
0: I'm friends with Costanzo. Well, I guess we get along. Costanzo, he went to Boston College. He's like a brainiac. So as much as Anthony Costanzo and I can be friends, I feel like we get along pretty well. Right. Quentin Nelson has helped Anthony Costanzo out a lot, too, so I don't right. think there's any... But alike. I think
7: Quentin doesn't want anyone to go to him and go, you're the reason yeah, yeah. the offensive line's better. Because well, he's, he's an offensive line, he's like, we're a team. I respect That's that. That's why I love Quentin. I respect it Yeah, lot. he's the ultimate, like, wingman. He's an incredible football player, too. <sighs>
0: incredible football player.
7: Party with one kicker. Yes, and there's three names on there. Seabass, Matt Prater, Jeff Reed. Okay. Seabass, I feel like, is the, the mystery guy... In all the NFL. I feel like everybody wants to know Seabass stories. Matt Prater, I've heard, gets lit. He does it. Lit. I've heard the same stories probably. Jeff Reed, I've only seen the pictures of him with Pittsburgh with just Google Jeffrey and his <laughs> blonde ass hair with no shirt on at a party.
0: He had the Poly D blowout way before oh, Paulie D. Right, him.
7: yeah, he did. Jim Tan Reed. Yeah, um, have you have you partied with any of those guys already?
0: I've partied with Jeff Reed. I was in college. What, was he in the same college as you? No, he was Pittsburgh. Still, I'm from Pittsburgh, so. I'm wow. A, he talked shit on me. Actually, he didn't know I was in the group. He talked shit on me. Like one of my friends was like, "Oh, what do you think of Pat McAfee?" This is wow. We were like probably ten beers deep at this point. He's like, "Oh, he, he, he's he's too much of a wild card. I don't think he'll make it." I was like sitting right next to him, so I was like chugging a beer with him. I'm like, "Yeah, you got it." I mean, we had become friends after that. Yeah. yeah. But my initial time partying with oh, Jeffrey, he literally talked shit on me. Yeah. Yeah. He also beat up a uh, paper towel dispenser near my hometown. Uh, whenever he was in the league. He got a public intoxication for beating up a towel dispenser at a gas station. I mean, wow. yeah, he, he won hard. Jeffrey won hard. He was, hard. He was uh, always been nice to me, too, except for that first except time. Except for that one time. When he didn't know I was there. So I, I don't have any qualms with him. It wouldn't be Jeff Reed. Matt Prater has some legendary stories, and he gifted me with that moment on that Packers-Lions game where he threw a touchdown, which I
7: absolutely love. And then you got to go on an epic rant. Where the brain was just spitting oh. shit, oh. the words were falling out. Oh. Fox executives are like, "I've never cared about this before in my life. This is incredible." <laughs> uh, yeah. Fox,
0: you would think they would do that. I would have got a job opportunity maybe yeah. after that, but I didn't. The um, yeah, and then we went, we trended number one on Twitter for like
7: three hours. It was the 30, yeah, no big deal, 32-0. Just took over all the NFL action with a meaningless week, week 17 32
0: yeah. nothing game. Aaron Rodgers was hurt on literally the second play. Where yeah. I had Aaron Rodgers, by the way, I had Aaron Rodgers lines in commentary. Ready to roll. We were for that. So ready to go. Oh man, I was, I was. We were discount double checking all over that goddamn thing, <laughs> and then the second play of the game, he gets hurt. Uh, so I love Matt Prater. I, what are the
7: best Matt Prater stories you've heard that are not going to get him in trouble?
0: I mean, I think we just all know this story. I, I, there's no reason for me to tell any of those. Damn. But I appreciate Matt Prater. I wouldn't want to ruin that moment we had by the yeah. party moment. I'm going with Sebastian Janikowski. Strictly because the Polish canon, I've heard legendary tales. There, there's people out in I haven't
7: heard any good ones.
0: You go out to TMZ, like the TMZ There's been numerous actresses and actors who've been asked, like, who's the person that's been most wild in your entire life? And they've partied with, like, Motley Crue and all these people, and they're like, Sebastian Janikowski is a lunatic of What? Yeah, well, that was back before uh, Twitter or anything. So him and Shane Leckler were roommates. Your guy, Shane Leckler. Shane Leckler. Congrats to the GOAT, by the way. He he should go in the Hall of Fame. If he doesn't, the people that are voting for it don't understand football. But he – I've heard legendary stories of them having parties and just having like – it looking like the beaches of Normandy, like the day after where they have to like get to practice where they're walking over humans they've never met before.
7: That's awesome. Just
0: having a good time.
7: Sleeping on their couch, wearing like an outfit, dressed like a flamingo. In Oakland,
0: too. like Just like insane. And he's really good. So it's like anybody that can do that and do that, I like – my moment that i realized i was a janikowski fan was after i was arrested Mm. and i was in the substance of abuse policy uh program which means you get tested eight times a month and i got tested eight times a month for 27 months okay
7: holy crap yeah
0: the nfl substance of no policy wow none i had to go completely clean if they saw a picture of me drinking it was an automatic fifteen thousand dollar fine i mean they came down on me hard mostly because i called the head doctor of that like, I questioned his doctorship whenever he told me I had to do it for 24 months after a three-month trial, so it was 27 months altogether. Wow. He was like, we've decided to move you to phase two. I was like, I didn't do anything wrong in phase one, though. Why am I moving to phase two? He's like, well, just reading your report, I believed uh, 24 more months of this will be good. Yeah. And I was like, what type of doctor are you, anyways? And he was like, I'm a psychologist. I was like, is that even a real doctor? And then I got punished for 27 months, or 24 it's
7: months. It's like yelling back at a judge. Yeah, exactly. Two life sentences. Oh, yeah. Great hammer. You got know, a week, you weak, know, boom, three life sentences. That's yeah. exactly. Exactly what happened. That's unbelievable. NFL, I feel like they want you to get in the program. Well,
0: once you get in, they never want you to get out. They make it very difficult to get out. I got out, by the way, succeeded. Hey, look at me, man. Look at me, graduate. I'm a graduate of the. Escape the Rock. I smoked some spice there for a couple months early, and that was a bad time. But I mean, I got through it, and here I am.
7: Yeah, proud of you.
0: Uh, So we played. The Oakland Raiders in Oakland, when Janikowski was there and Leckler was there in warm-ups, and this was after I got in trouble, so I was in the program, you know. So Janikowski comes up to me and goes, what's
3: good, man? You know, because he's got, like, an accent. I'm like,
0: hey, man, you're a legend. He's like, I love you. You took heat off me,
3: you know. Everybody thinks I'm drunk kicker or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: I was like, this program is a nightmare, dude. I gotta Every time I leave Indiana, I got to call, give them an address I'm going to be at, two phone numbers to reach me. It was wow. like you have a PO so yeah. that they could test me or whatever. He's like,
3: oh. Go on cruise. what they do? Land on boat?
0: I was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, I did it two years too. Go on cruise. I see you there. I'm like, you are a hero here. He's like, I got you. Shakes my hand, walks away. And I'm like, Janikowski wow. just got me out of the worst time of my life.
7: Wow. Did you do a cruise?
0: Yeah, a couple of them. I was. I went over to- Moro- All of a
7: sudden you love. cruise. Oh cruises. my God,
0: I was cruising all over the place. I was in Morocco That's at one point. That's the way to beat the system. Yeah, he's
7: like, what did they go do? Land on do boat? The Pat McAfee- nfl booze cruise only apply only applicable to guys that are on the program there's a lot
0: of guys in that program too i mean is we that can- why gronk had a cruise I, he only rented half the boat, so I think if we hindsight 50-50, like Cam Newton says, before that Gronk cruise, we'll probably get the entire boat, not just half the boat. Yeah. I heard that was an electric time, though. I don't think Gronk's ever failed any tests. I only got in because I got arrested for a drug or alcohol-related charge. Mm. But Janikowski's definitely legend. the guy. The
3: legend, dude. Go on cruise. What they do, land on boat? <laughs> are you— are dying? To
7: be as big as he was last year and to still be doing it, like— what is it like from someone that had to, like, you know, dedicate to the craft and you see this guy? No, I, It's just natural.
0: My weight... My weight fluctuation was pretty crazy, too. Yeah, I, but
7: it wasn't to the point where, like, the entire internet was like, take this picture and make jokes about it. Well,
0: I mean it's not like 4k cameras have done anybody any favors you know what i mean like we used to wear all white spanks basically at the colts that was basically our. oh own. yeah it was You're all white sp- anything no so i used to just have to go on these ridiculous crash diets like give me all of the meth or whatever you guys have <laughs> that i can get this out of me it was um what was that stuff that was killing people it was uh, a supplement that used um i forget the name of it. anthrax that definitely was killing people. I don't yeah. think it was a supplement though, a workout supplement.
7: There was some supplement I would take. Oh, it. like hydroxycut. There it was. It was a hydroxycut. The I did OG that in and my hands started shaking. Yeah, and I was like, and I gotta get off this. The OG
0: hydroxycut. I used to go into like a, a 14 day date with before every single training camp because I would have to lose like 15, 20 pounds. But God,
7: you must have been insufferable. Just like
0: oh, I would lock my. It was like I would yeah. go into my own little cave because yeah. I'm like, you, know, Speed. you guys know the deal. I gotta lose like 15, 20 pounds. But I used to think that the more weight you had, the further the more would go, you know, like big ball. You don't see any home run hitters. I mean that small
7: eating that burp for me. Yeah, I I, appreciate it was that. a
0: hiccup situation that I just had. I had a tea from downstairs. It was an interesting situation. Howard Schultz put it together.
7: Two or three. Which wow, one are we go? Three. Three. I think you literally saved my favorite one for last. I knew it was coming. Right, I knew so what's coming. three. Welcome to Monday Night Football. Ooh, this was actually my favorite one.
0: You just uh, I, said two was uh, the
3: favorite
7: one. Yeah, I didn't know which one. I just, I wrote numbers on them. I didn't look. My vitamins. Damn. All right, so uh, I believe that we have something special in this room right now. And what it is, so Nick, I'm going to need the music, is a possible Monday Night Football crew. You and I. Let's go. And I'm ready to go at any time. Me too. Here's the scene. Monday night football, we're gonna be in Green Bay. Let's it's gonna go. be Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Kansas City, Green Bay. Both are fifteen and no. Oh, let's go. Because if we're gonna send our tape for Monday night football, yeah. let's show them that we can handle the big moment. Yeah, it's both all going I do. for the perfect record. Big moments is all we handle. You let me bring us in, and then I'll toss it to you and let's just do the fucking show.
0: You
3: got it. Hey. Okay. Hey, welcome to the big time, Bub.
7: Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, the snow won't stop falling at Lambeau, two MVPs, two undefeated teams, one perfect record on the line, all tonight, game of the year, only on Monday Night Football. Welcome inside, as always, I'm Adam Lefko, joined by my perfect partner, Pat McAfee. Pat, it's a special, special night at hand. What do we have to look forward to?
0: Well, Patty Mahomes got a huge arm and an explosive offense. Andy Reid's looking to blast through the wall like the Kool-Aid man here at Green Bay. Lambeau is a place with legendary moments. You think back to Steve Sable and NFL films Uh, and the frozen tundra, and nothing could be as exclusive and as elite as Monday Night Football has tonight. Aaron Rodgers looks to put a cap on his legacy uh, and take down the young gun, Patrick Mahomes, and have an undefeated season. Nothing since the 72 Dolphins are the Packers going to make a run. We'll
3: find out right here in Lambeau, Green Bay, Wisconsin.
7: It's going to be an amazing game tonight, Chiefs-Packers. Let's go down to our sideline reporter, Ed Helms, who's going to check in with the coaching staff.
4: That
0: a boy, Ed.
7: Perfect. <laughs> How'd it feel?
0: It felt good, man.
7: It felt Is, good. Isn't this job fucking nuts?
0: The internet or a commentator all on of football? All of it, all of it. Everything's stupid. I like
7: that you turn into like a 1940s reporter when you do your TV voice. Yeah, man. You're, it's a little bit Howard Cosell, but it's also like, see the reporters are out for the, the dog, bet the man. I love it. And I just got to bring some
0: juice. Now, obviously, the people making those- I don't just... know why
7: Ed Helms was our sideline reporter. I couldn't think of an actual I sideline reporter. I don't know who Ed is, but I know he's, he's going to the guy from it. The Office.
0: Oh, what do Tigers dream yes, of? exactly. When they take That's a Tigers. That's our sideline tigers,
7: that, that would crush. So we'll pitch this to Monday Night Football, you, me, Ed Helms on sideline.
0: I mean, it'll be a little juice. The dummies making a decision, haven't pulled the trigger. I mean, I sent out two tweets to my people. We trended for 10 hours about it. I haven't gotten a call. I, mean, I know. I
7: tried to get Nate Burleson on there. He said he'd be down. So if it was you, me, and Nate. I think that'd be a pretty fucking tight group.
0: I'm a big fan of Toe Drag Swag,
7: Nate Burleson.
0: I I think he's He brings
7: the heat, man. He busts his ass. I respect anybody that I go, oh, he's working, working. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot
0: of people just get handed stuff.
7: A lot of people just get handed stuff. But But That ain't us. No, not us, dude. That ain't us? Nope. Hey. We're ready to get our ass out there and find that fucking dog. I think what we should do do is just set up booths outside of where the Monday Night Football game is, and if you want to watch a live game with us, we'll just mute it. We'll do the ceremonial muting of the game, and we'll just do a live event of us calling the game.
0: But I would like the ability to get the the day before interviews, because a lot of my stuff came from the day before. What was
7: that experience like for you? because r- to be in there and it's usually like this stuffy room with producers mm. and you sit there and they go w- what's been the issue on third down
0: Chuck so as soon as as soon as we went to we did Green Bay first and as soon as Aaron Rodgers opened the door and saw me sitting in there, he looked at me and just started laughing. And then he Stop. Yeah. That's and then fucking Joe great. Joe Philbin and I got a massage in the same room together in London whenever he was coaching for the Colts, and he's a big <laughs> fan. So he was interim head coach, so when he came in, he just saw me and started
7: laughing, you know, and he sat That's down. amazing that people have that reaction. Well, That's Matt, feel Matt
0: Patricia, same thing. So Matt Patricia, Matthew Stafford. By the way, T's and P's up for uh, Kelly Stafford and Matt Stafford. Yes, 100%. Wife. Uh, she's about to go through some stuff. Stafford was very nice to me. Everybody just started laughing. As soon as I walked in there, i as soon as they walked in there, I feel like the mood was heightened because I was in there.
7: I feel like it was, I don't want to say- What were your it, questions?
0: I just wanted to- uh, Were I mean, they
7: real or yeah, like-
0: When I interview, I go, I, I want to learn some stuff. I'm pretty intrigued by people. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's, this goes back to the daddy cigars. You know, I, I get pretty, I like to know why the greats are great. Right. So that's something I very much enjoy. Sure. I like documentaries. So I asked some real questions. I got some real intel out of it, but also some other stuff, you know?
7: Is I, it hard not saying all of the intel? cuz you're supposed to keep it private. Hey, and man. I talk too much shit. Uh, well, we went from
0: Green Bay over to Detroit. And then I got a bunch of stuff here. Right. And like in
7: my head, yeah, Green Bay's like we really want to attack. We think they're really weak in the middle of their D-line. And then the Detroit's like, we think they're going to attack the edge. And you're like, "Oh my god."
3: Fuck. <laughs> uh, hey,
0: uh, Aaron, uh, just a heads up. A <laughs> little bit different th- scheme coming at you than you thought. Uh <laughs> No, it was – I tried to – for me, it was so cool because I was back in an NFL building, you know? Like, we went to the the walkthrough, which Green Bay runs an entire practice the day before a game, which I've never seen before. It was kind of interesting. Get to t- see the field again, and then I had a lot of friends that were on the Packers, so it was nice to be back in there. Yeah. But I respected the profession. I had no idea, though, that those meetings really happened to the extent that they happened because I was never interviewed, so it wasn't <laughs> like – I didn't know how those they were – They didn't
7: sp- need punter intel? Yeah,
0: well, they should have. Maybe they learned a little bit more about the game, but, like, the uh, – Um, I didn't know how those meetings were supposed to go. So it was just like, all right,
7: I'm going to run with this here. Let's see. Could you tell it was weird between Aaron and McCarthy? Did that come up? McCarthy wasn't there. Remember Phil? Yeah, but I just wasn't sure if there was a residue. It did come up. Residue. Oh, it did come up. Because, like, I know Ty Dunn has an article that's coming out today that really dives into, and so check it out on Bleacher Report, like, how bad it got. And I don't think either party's, like, clean. Well, McCarthy, so McCarthy... Is
0: on a PR run right now, right? He was doing yes. interviews this morning. Yes. He was saying a lot of things. But I think anytime you got two people together for 10 years, I mean, that's a relationship. That's still a human relationship. Oh, yeah. And you're talking about egos and a lot of success and a lot of money and a lot of attention. There's obviously a chance it's going to go bad, but just like Belichick and Brady, like you just have to be in bewilderment of how much success they were able to bring to Green Bay. I think that's what I would like to remember. But Why the in...
7: fuck did you say bewilderment like that? 'Cause it's a SAT word, bro. Oh gosh. Gotcha. It's that's an a... Andrew Luck word.
0: Hey, man. That wasn't an Andrew Luck word, wasn't it? It was.
7: Look at me. maybe I should go to Stanford. <laughs> hey. Maybe I'm a cardinal, a tree. But I, I, I think it's I think it's actually very ignorant of people to see that situation, go, They're together for ten years. Why would they start fighting?
0: No, have you ever no. like if I've you're never... with someone for ten, 10 years? Ten years, man. That's a long t- Hey. Forever's a long
7: time, bro. <laughs> Both of our brains are like, call back. Let's do it. All right, last one. Yes. Number two. He still doesn't have aim. Missed the trash game. I'll tell you That's what. That's why you're a ponder, not a kicker.
0: Hey, I've been kicking footballs again, by the way.
7: I saw. Feel good? good I do. to get do. the Pistons firing again? I feel really good. Uh, before you open that, uh, do you believe that if you kicked a man square in the junk that you could kill him?
0: I don't know. I don't know the physics or the science behind I just deaths. feel like
7: you running up full speed, locked and loaded, might kill a man.
0: I'm very confident that at one point I had the strongest leg in the world.
7: Ooh, that! what year was that? What fine line, 2000? 2000... It's probably
0: like my third or fourth, maybe fifth year in the league. F- third through fifth, I had the strongest leg in the world, I think. Now,
7: I've always seen that, like, really, jack guys, they walk in any room and they size people up. Were you just, like, walking in, looking at hamstrings, quads? No, wow. they
0: knew. Those people knew. They knew. I mean, I kicked the soccer ball 124 miles an hour at one point, just sitting still, like, from a standstill. I felt very good. Yeah, it's on the Internet.
7: What do you think about Saquon's legs?
0: I think Saquon's legs are next level. Next level.
7: If he really tried to be a kicker, are those legs that could be, like, super powerful? Like, is that know. an 80-yard field goal?
0: I don't know how his leg speed is. I mean, obviously with
7: those quads, it'd be good, but leg speed's a big deal. Oh. Ah, fluid hips. I
0: mean? Knees. Knees?
7: Knees. Knee,
0: hips, the whole thing. Yeah, you got to really be able to move, man.
7: It's an explosive exercise. When I, try, when I try and kick a field goal, I tow the fuck out of it. Yeah, like you sh-
0: by the way, you should. If you, Thank you. If you don't know how to kick soccer... No. Don't even fuck around because you're gonna miss. Just the toe thing is yes, a high, and just
7: pray that it goes straight.
0: What's well, a higher consistency for sure for people laymen's that don't know how to kick in that's a soccer high. style? Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Like. Somebody came. I
7: always, like, I used to try and, like, come up and, like, put my foot down. But and I pull like, pulling yeah, it. who the
0: fuck knows? Yeah, because you don't know how to do it. No. You, sh- you should go toe. The people that don't know how to kick in a soccer ball or a soccer style, like, never done it before, if they're in for, like, a $10,000 field goal kick or something like that. Toe it. Toe that thing, yeah. And just try to go straight up through it. Just go straight up through it. I feel like, smart. Half an inch be- below halfway through the ball. Right? Oh. like a half-inch yeah, and just follow straight through to the center of the upright, and it should go. And
7: there's
0: $10,000 from Dr. Pepper coming your way. Or you can just chest pass that thing into a hole in a football oh, game. Oh, the
7: worst. All right, last one.
0: It's a bad game. Move it back. Have them throw it. It's a Make fo- them do something.
7: Like, they should also be, like, And under what do they got rush? the dumb
0: ref there for? Why are you standing there, ref?
7: I don't know. I don't know why I like watching people do the, uh, uh, what's it called? With the basket, pop a shot. I oh. like watching people being really good at that. Hey, that um, that dude that got like sixty in a minute. That Asian fella, yo, the one the double that, hands,
0: that, oh, 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 oh. Carson Edwards from Purdue.
7: Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh. that's
0: ex- I love that guy. Unbelievable. Number two, final one. Yeah, who wins an NFL Royal Rumble? So, over the top rope are the rules of NFL, uh, Royal Rumble. Obviously, everybody knows that WrestleMania is this weekend. Check it out.
7: Yeah. And how can we watch you during WrestleMania? I'm this on, worked out that, like, the plug yeah. kind of, it was nice.
0: I, it's almost like oh. I saw through your piece of paper and knew what was coming. Fuck
7: you. Okay. So, what are you doing? How can we watch you? Are you going to be doing, like, I'm live? on a pre show. I'm on a pre show. So if I pay for the pay-per-view, I get to see you.
0: Yeah, but you just get the network for free oh, for, yeah, yeah. for new subscribers. So it's free for new subscribers. I'll be on there. You get it for 30 days. So you get you get WrestleMania for free, which is normally like $70 for people.
7: Before we get into this NFL Royal Rumble, yeah. um, how crazy is it to be a part of the WWE? It's, it's absolutely insane.
0: They're the only people that have really shown any type of hope in me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Michael Cole has called me and been like, yeah, I'm a big fan of yours, dude. I like what you do. We'd, yeah. like, we'd like you to start doing it. And then the relationship started from just a pre-show to now I make internet content. Was
7: there a meeting ever where you're sitting across from Vince McMahon?
0: No, Vince McMahon and I shook hands one time. It was a hello, and then he walked away.
7: <laughs> so were a- you ever across from like Triple H? Yeah, Triple H, and I text.
0: What? Not on a regular basis. Like, once every other week, there will be like a text message. Dude, I
7: gave my little brother so many pedigrees hey, back in the day. Absolutely. Would, suck was, it.
0: Hey, let's not even talk about suck oh, it. Oh. I got
7: so many in school suspensions oh. because of fucking DX.
0: Hey, and those
7: teachers, whenever they
0: suspend you, what do you do?
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would uh, like, go, right, I've got enough. Oh, that's and amazing. then I if you smell, lo, 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 lo. Yeah. Uh, so it's got to be cool to work with them.
0: Yeah, Triple H is that guy, and Michael Cole is awesome. Was
7: too. that your era of wrestling too? Yeah, yeah,
0: Bad era, absolutely. I, I kind of drifted away from it for a while, later. of course. Uh, but to get back into it, and, and they let me do whatever I want. Really, it's really nice of them. Michael Cole's just like, just don't swear. We just want you to do whatever you need to do. And How good are the athletes? Incredible. They're, it's like Cirque du Soleil, but they're on. They're on the road 270 to 300 days a year. So they're putting on these Cirque du Soleil shows while driving for three hours in the middle of the night with no sleep. It's just... Once you see behind the curtain and you like watch what these athletes are doing, yes, the women are incredible. The men, it's just it's next level. And I just get to talk shit the entire
7: time. I went to an NXT event. This this is like a year or two ago. Let's go. And it was in Madison Square Garden, like the theater. And I walk in and I was like, I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are. I'm with Matt Camp, who's like really big into wrestling. And I was like, I'm gonna figure out my favorite up and coming NXT wrestler tonight, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna be all about him. Can I guess? Yeah, Ricochet. No, so this is a little, this is like two years ago. So we're watching, and like Re- Rude comes out, and like everyone's singing the song, and everyone's getting excited. And I was like, hey, eh, he's okay. My number one guy was the fucking Drifter. And Elias. This, is bu- this is before I'm telling you, this is before because I'm watching from an NFL perspective. Yeah. And he's standing there and just hopped up on the top turnbuckle. I go, He's more explosive than all these motherfuckers. Yeah. You just hate him because he's fucking corny and he's singing these songs. So I'm in the bathroom, and I'm, I'm waiting in line at Madison Square Garden, and I'm sitting there, and I go, I don't know, man, I think the Drifter is my favorite fucking wrestler in NXT. And then as that's happening, a producer at Bleach Report sees me, goes, Adam, and comes up and for some reason hugs me While in the bathroom. Peeing? Not pee. I'm like in the line Hey, to road code. Road code. No hugs yeah, in the Yeah, no, no physical contact in the in the, come in the on, urinals. come on. And this guy turns around and goes, the fucking drifter guy is giving hugs in the bathroom. What the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, <laughs> because at that time, saying Elijah was good. Elias. A lot, my bad. Saying Elijah... <laughs> saying Elias is good people are like he's courty as fuck I was like I don't know I see something
0: man you want you wanna hear something crazy it's really gonna blow your mind Elias went to my high school stop yeah like best friends with one of the guys that's in that green room right now like really all from high school yeah yeah Elias and I've known each other a long time and now
7: it's like it's hitting.
0: Yeah, he's the guy. Also, Corey Graves, who's the commentator for both shows, went to the school right next to mine.
7: What the hell is going on in your neighborhood? Man? Hey, man, we got good water over there. Bad Apparently. teachers,
0: bad teachers, but we got good water over there. But yeah, Elias literally graduated high school. I've known him. He's since. an athlete. Was he balling in high school he too? He was a tiny little stick. Wow. He was a tiny little stick, and he made this decision. I go back to... I was at West Virginia and I would go back to Pittsburgh where my family's from to party sometimes, you know. And I walked into this house party and I had I, I had a good time in college. And I was in the kitchen. As soon as I walked in, and it was exactly like you would think. Like as soon as I walk in, somebody has a beer bong ready for me. They're like, hey, you ready to go? I'm like, absolutely. So I Welcome home. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's great to be here. You know, yeah. like, hey, great to see everybody. I bong this beer. I put it down. I hand it back. I'm like, all right, let's get to it. And I turn to my right. And Elias, who wasn't named Elias at the time, was holding, like, a a gallon of water, like a jug of water, right? <laughs> and he had, like, these little pre-made meals that he had to eat, like, every two hours through the night.
7: Wow. And I was Before like, what? meal prepping was a thing. Yeah, I
0: was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? What are we doing here? And he's like, oh, man, I'm trying to become a professional wrestler. I can build my body up or whatever. I'm like, wow. okay, let's go. And we, we got into, like, a good probably 40 – Remember, this is I just did a beer bong right in front of his face. I, he probably hasn't seen me in like a year since I went to West Virginia. And we had a 45-minute conversation. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. I'm really focused and down. And I'm like, it pairs if you're doing that. Yeah. I'm going to try to get to the NFL. But with that being said, I'm, I'm going to go grab that beer bong again and see if we can really do some stuff. But he, yeah. uh, Elias. That's
7: unbelievable. Elias is, uh, went to my high school. Yeah, that was completely he- random. I did not research that. All right. I have uh, names of people in the NFL that I find to be the biggest, strongest. So I feel like I'm going to say a name, and in Royal Rumble fashion, the next one that comes in, you just tell me who gets thrown out and who's still alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. First guy's going to be Aaron Donald. Let's go. He's the first dude that runs into the ring. I don't know what his entrance song is. Aaron Donald is in the ring. He trains with knives. Fake knives. It's bullshit. Is it really? Yeah, it was fake. You didn't know that? He went to score school right next to mine as well. Dude, Pittsburgh. Dan Marino, Terry Bradshaw. My dad graduated high school with Dan Marino. Darrell Rivas. They weren't
0: friends, but graduated high school together.
7: Next comes in is Fletcher Cox. Who's still in the ring?
0: Aaron Donald's still in the ring. He got a 10-pack. He posted that photo the other day. It's out, uh, outrageous.
7: He's a little bit tired. Defensive tackle from the Ravens, Brandon Williams, comes in. You're not going to know all these guys.
0: It's okay. He's a nose tackle? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be tough to get out there, but I think Aaron Donald trained so hard with real knives, he kicks him out almost as soon as he gets in there.
7: San Francisco 49er defensive lineman DeForest Buckner at six foot eight.
0: Never heard of him. Like his name. He's tall, which means leverage of Aaron Donald, mm. which is what Aaron Donald's good at. Gets him out. Number one seed is still in.
7: So Aaron Donald has now gone through Fletcher Cox, Brandon Williams, DeForest Buckner. His abs are pulsating. Yeah. His pecs are bouncing. Boom, boom, boom. He's going, who's next? Oh, He's like doing Goldberg. the Goldberg. yeah greatest Jewish athlete of all time. Khalil Mack runs into the ring. Khalil Mack oh, is now no. facing off with a tired Aaron Donald. Yeah. That's why I put Aaron Donald at one. Because Where's John handle. Gruden at? John Gruden is sitting in the booth with Mark Davis getting a fresh bowl cut. Okay, so they, they're both getting cut. haircuts. Yep. $90
0: guaranteed's guaranteed is a lot of money, man. That's what, uh, that's what John Gruden said shortly after signing a $100 million guarantee.
7: <laughs> I think this is where Khalil Mack could potentially... It's a great battle. Does someone else enter the ring while they're fighting? I think it lasts long enough that another person comes in. Washington defensive lineman, great wrestling name, Deron Payne. Love that name. Deron Payne. Deron! He's a 6'5", 300, 320 guy. Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald,
0: they're battling, battling, yes. battling. They hear old Payne because he come in.
7: They stop Bring on... in the pain. That's yeah. what they say before he runs in.
0: Yeah. Anything else?
7: Yeah, no, that's it. It's kind of a dead moment. They need a little cheap pop. Fireworks cost. Oh, hey. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Burns myself. Khalil
0: okay. Mack and Aaron Donald, though, yeah.
7: realize what they're doing.
0: Okay? Oh. They stop... They turn to the pain, Cuzzy, and they toss pain
7: out. Flipped him over. He's gone. You're gonna snark at this, but I'm gonna give you the next one. Next one is Bengals defensive lineman Andrew Billings, known because he broke Mark Henry's lifting record. That Mark Henry, when he was in high school. So this is a short, stocky, five eleven, six foot, three hundred pound. Power lifter that beat the strongest man in the world, Mark Henry. He runs. it. Nah,
0: he beat him when he was in high school. That was world strongest boy, Mark Henry, at that oh, point. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, not world
7: strongest man. Let's right take it. As easy. you can tell, I like Andrew Billings. Yeah. So he runs in. He's got good leverage though. He's a tiny yes, little guy. He's tiny under little six fire foot. plug. Yeah. He's like Kyler Murray size. Are Mac and Donald now teammates?
0: No, I think I think Aaron Donald and Billings. <gasps> Because they got the low leverage thing. They turn on Khalil Mack, tired Khalil Mack. Yes. Aaron Donald decides he's won enough in life, eliminates himself. Old Cuzzy Billings is now hanging out by himself, the little spark plug of a man who beat world's strongest boy, Mark Henry. In
7: In runs Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. Oh,
0: let's go dog pound. Miles Garrett tosses that little spark plug out of the ring. Yeah, one hand.
7: Like a a hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then comes Quentin Nelson. Just like an eighties rock song, yeah. wearing a bandana. Walking like the
0: bushwhackers. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. Holding like a two by four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Quentin Nelson wins that thing. Okay. He picks that guy up, probably. Ooh. Isn't happy about anything that guy said or looked at him. Just from personal experience, that's what I would say. And he tosses old three hundred pound spark plug cuzzy over the top rope. Ladies and gentlemen.
7: It's not over. There's four more people. Margus Hunt. Of the Indianapolis Colts, who you know is fucking enormous. He's He's a massive man. He's like 6'9", 340,
0: and it's Quentin Nelson's teammate. Yeah, he sees Quentin Nelson. He gets in. He jumps out. He also eliminates himself. Wow. There's two competitors who have eliminated themselves, but still got the paycheck, which you have to respect
7: the business sense. Calais Campbell. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Chris Jones, defensive lineman of the Chiefs, running at the same time.
0: Well, that's cheating, so we're going to have to question their moral code. I've partied with Calais a couple times. Good guy. Hey, Pat, how are you? He's got a very interesting voice. He may have been the prototype for an avatar. That guy is a freak athlete, very tall. I think Quentin Nelson handles that situation. Double chokeslam. Because he's pissed off about them attempting to cheat. Ah. So he takes on the double team like a real gentleman. Quentin Nelson ends up your winner, Mr. Earl Grey himself. dung. Oh, the Undertaker!
7: Dung, Taylor Lewan comes in. Oh my! With Undertaker's music, top hat, dressed like Boss Hog. Dun, dun. Steam's coming up. Yeah, stings in the rafters. Not going to come down. Just going to watch. He Thinking about good. it. He just wants Thinking to see the show. Him. Thinking about it. Taylor Lewan comes in. Taylor Lewan and Quentin Nelson just had a viral video yeah. where they were imitating. Yeah, uh, party being
0: offset. Thank you. Yeah, almost said
7: takeoff. Uh, but so they're friends. Yeah. But they have to fight each other for the Royal Rumble.
0: And I would say that Taylor's already rich. Like, he's much more wealthy than Quentin is at this exact— although Quentin's going to be much more wealthy than him in a couple years. I think so. I would, in my mind, I would be like, well, Rich Taylor is just going to be like, yo, I don't want to go against a friend here. I'll also eliminate myself. Mm. But he's an offensive lineman, so that would be quite a right. question
7: to right. His. These other guys that have self-eliminated are D-linemen.
0: Yeah, and they've already done enough. They, yeah, all the guys that have eliminated themselves, they've already done enough. You know, Marcus Hunt did it strictly because he doesn't want to face off against of Quentin Nelson again because he's a good teammate, good guy, good locker room. Yeah, guy. yeah. Taylor the though, I don't know because he's fresh. Terry Luan's fresh. He's
7: got an attitude.
0: But Quentin Nelson doesn't seem to have many feelings you know he doesn't have a, a much feelings he doesn't even realize that he and Taylor are friends when he gets in there I think Taylor has a personality he's still he's like hey man we just did the Mexico thing yeah, and yeah. the pool thing come on take it easy hey. yeah. and then I think before Death. before he even gets his hat off that incredibly nice hat that he wears yeah, yeah. before that thing even gets off I think Quentin Nelson's already ended it and Taylor the LeJuan awesome. walks out of there with bags of cash in a situation where a friend of his that he thought turned his back on him wow. and that friend is now the NFL Royal Rumble champ so you gotta respect a little bit. He probably claps, goes off, back to Mike Frabel's town and has a good time.
7: Congratulations to Quentin Nelson for winning hey. the NFL Royal Rumble.
0: Hey, good for
3: Quentin Nelson. Super
7: happy for him. Friend it. of your show. I can't believe that you didn't have a good time with him. Next time you want to interview him, tell I'll call in and I'll be like, Quentin, it's okay. It was bad. Man. Yeah.
0: It was, he had no idea who I was, I don't think.
7: Who would win a Royal Rumble of only quarterbacks? The Cam na- Newton. The names that I came up with that were in the final four were Cam, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and I feel like Big Ben would be like... Scrappy. Like, all of a sudden, like, a, a chair flies in. Yeah, yeah. He's That's
0: grabbing it, by the way. Yes. Big Ben is grabbing that chair, hitting somebody with it, yes. and then he's throwing the person who threw the chair in under the bus. 100%. But he's going to put up elite numbers. So who
7: wins of those four? Josh Allen, Cam Newton, Mahomes, and Big Ben.
0: Let's, let's remember, let's... let's.
7: But let's, it's a, this is like a still royal rumble rules but they're all yeah, four in the ring. It's a
0: four-man royal rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with Let's remember the grit factor here. Um
7: Cam has not climaxed this month.
0: Cam is huge doing factor. the no sex no yeah, uh no, climax. no personal yeah, that whole thing. A lot of pent up frustration. So we got to think about that. Yeah. He also crashed his truck pretty nasty and, and survived, survived and got and out played. of it. Yeah, and got out of it. Yeah. Ben Rothersberger though crashed a Hayabusa in the middle of downtown Pittsburgh. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't remember this. God is like, they thought it was. Big deal. Like this was before. I think this was before Twitter. Like in his first couple of years. Wow. Ben Roethlisberger also has a lot of history with WWE. He's been in a ring before, so that might help ah. him out. So the gritty old Big Ben might help him out here because he is. Uh, I mean, we've all seen him try to avoid pass rushers. It's non-existent. He just takes that thing and throws the rock. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, he's a little bit too young and happy. I think he's just excited to be there in the moment. Yeah. You got to get the old grizzle. Well, Holmes
7: bits. is like a Brett Hitman heart. He's like a sh- he's like an athlete. You know. Go I don't on, know if those guys were, I didn't have anything else.
0: I really thought you were going somewhere there. Right. I was excited to hear it. I think Mahomes gets eliminated. Mahomes like the rock. He's going to try to do something fancy. He's going to try to go up to the top rope yes. because he is an athlete. Yeah, and and Roethlisberger is probably just going to stumble and just knock him off. He's eliminated. Uh, Josh Allen's going to be so bright-eyed. I bushy love the field.
7: idea that Big Ben accidentally knocks everybody else out.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen though. If we really start looking at the film here in our brains, uh, watch the video. I-, I think Roethlisberger probably wins it just by like stumbling, fumbling, bumbling his way into the championship.
7: And then uh, Cam Newton's tough to bet against. Them. I feel like if it was all quarterbacks, Eli would be the first one eliminated. I feel like Baker would actually be the more Sean. Andrew,
0: Andrew Luck would hop over the rope as soon as it started.
7: I don't like conflict. Hey, guys. Good luck out there. Nick Foles would be coming to Val Venus's music.
3: Hello, sure. ladies. Why is that? Because of the old uh, big, BDN. Uh, yeah.
7: yeah. And I feel like Kurt Cousins is Kurt Angle, but like with muscles. I don't think Kurt Angle deserved that. Oh, you thought it was an insult to Kurt Angle.
0: I think so, man. <laughs> Kurt Angle... Kurt Angle rises up in the biggest moments. He won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, bro. Remember that. <laughs> I like Kirk Cousins' business sense.
7: He's more like a
0: businessman. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a businessman. And guy.
7: then who would win a kicker punter Royal Rumble?
0: I feel very good if I was in there. Uh, I'm not, though. I'm retired. Yep. Um, You're going to kick
7: for the XFL? No. If the XFL called, Pat, and said, we need. Big name pop. Hold on. You're a WWE employee.
0: Yeah, potential microphone usage there. Potential. I don't know. I haven't been told anything, but you would think. The AFL offered me a job to commentate the day after I signed with the WWE. Big paycheck, too. Wow. They offered me a big paycheck to do it. You Turns out I would have never it. got paid. No, no,
7: no. Would have no. never got paid. But it was Oh, the... so you'll be doing XFL stuff.
8: Maybe. A let's not
7: rule out Monday Night Football. Right, well, well, that's the show. Okay, well, just, you know. We have a tape. We can we can repurpose this. Yeah, we can. For XFL. XFL. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> XFL. Sonny Jurgensen's grandson <laughs> taking on Jack Nicholas's nephew next on XFL.
0: I think the XFL will succeed because they got good business sense in there.
7: Oliver Luck running the show.
0: The AFL is going to be a wild story that's going to unfold. I've heard, I've got some DMs from a lot of old teammates that were in there. They said it was a complete shit show. Everything was a shit show, like a joke, like fire Festival type stuff
7: like no i mean they didn't get a payroll pre, for the pre, first couple weeks game meal is like Craft, craft cheese and ham, and the cheese is still in the wrapper. Oh, I mean, I
0: heard it. Like, I think this documentary that's going to come out about it. Obviously, at some point, oh, yeah, someone's going to all... make something. I mean, did they not have any money for the first week? Like, what happened? How do you not make payroll first week? Like, what, what is that even? Oh, Billy McFarlane's in there, bro. Damn. Fucking stirring the pot.
7: I met somebody that went to Fire Festival. I was very jealous, actually. I wanted the experience. A guy
0: that's part of my crew. Uh, his name's. Diggs? Yeah. He's an Italian, Anthony DiGilio. He was all about that type of thing, like being influenced by influencers. I love that shit. And he heard about it, saw the orange picture, and he was like, I want to go, and we almost expensed it. Like, almost sent him. In hindsight, I wish we would have done it. it Amazing incredible.
7: Uh, I appreciate you coming in. Can I read one thing that I got from a fan that I didn't expect to get? Uh, so I got this package uh, from Stu Resnick out in Phoenix, Arizona. All right, Stu. Appreciate you, Stu. And he ends up that he's a grandpa... That listens to the show a lot. Let's go. And he wrote me this awesome message where he talked about that when he heard me at the end of the podcast where I was talking about, I'm an Eagles fan. They won the Super Bowl. And I started getting emotional thinking about my family. He's like, it fucking hit me. And he wrote me this awesome letter. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but him and his 11-year-old grandson playing catch. And he listened to the show. And he said that we rekindled a long-lost appreciation of football for him and that he thanks us for that. Uh, And he had a license plate. It was a personalized license plate. It traveled with him for the last year. He doubted that anyone took notice of the numbers. That's exactly how he wanted it, but I know for sure that I knew what it means. And I opened it up and I knew within 20 seconds. This is an Eagles thing. I'm just going to show it. And it made me realize one, how football fans can all be connected to each other over some craziness. The numbers are 6230889.
0: I was just trying to do the T9, uh, T9 text there. Oh, and I turned like, it upside I down? Like, Is that a T9 text? Yeah. No,
7: <laughs> Jason Kelsey snapped the ball to Corey Clement, who uh... tossed the ball to Trey Burton, who threw it to Nick Foles for Philly Philly. So to you, I, uh, Stu, I'm going to put this in the studio. If you're still listening, it's officially in there from here on out. I appreciate you sending that to me and the awesome note. Uh, Mention all the great old eagles like Tommy McDonald. Uh, thank you, dude. You're the fucking man. I don't know if you curse in your household, but now we do. Shout out Vince Papali, too. Oh. Honestly. Awesome. Bartender?
0: Yeah. I went on quite a Mark Wahlberg run the other day.
7: Just watching shit?
0: Yeah. Just like Vince Invincible and then. Uh, there was another one he did where he shot some people. and It was then, great. There's another one where he did I some. I
7: appreciate one. you coming on. Thanks for having me. You really did you cool- have fun? I did have a great time. You have really cool fans, though. Dude, they're the shit. They're the homies. Hey, you deserve it, man. Thank I'm you, happy man. for you, dude. So, the homies, as I like to call them, the 33%. Pat gave his 33%. Check out everything. Twitter is at Pat McAfee. Doesn't matter. You know, his shit's everywhere. No, Enjoy no,
0: there. Too much of me is too much of me. My mom's already given up. She unfollowed me a week ago.
7: Appreciate you, dude. Thank you. Larry. You're the man.
0: WrestleMania Sunday, check it out. Will do.